1: giant pile of stupidity looks like you found common man and t-bone big husky kids
2: at some point you just have to say we have to let her cry for a little bit does anybody have a song about that mike
1: let her cry
2: the tears fall down like rain <laughs> i don't know if that was about a little baby crying in the middle of the night
1: but it certainly could have been Aases all her pain let her go Right. let her go wow. lay in the crib. Produced by Panama Ted. It's too hot. Featuring Leanna Ray on traffic.
3: How the f*** did I end up here? And
1: a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me
3: a stick of bubblegum. For what?
1: Cracks and gaps. re racket yeah. yeah. Time to penetrate your ear hole. Blue. This is Man and Bone. <laughs>
4: Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Tool of the week is coming up at five thirty-four. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Fabulous prizes. I gotta tell you, I'm in a good mood today, Bone. You are. You're I'm wearing in a great you're wearing mood. sweats today? I put on sweat. Pa- I never wear sweatpants to work, but I decided today, since I looked around yesterday, and everybody I encountered was yeah. wearing sweatpants. Well, this is a thing.
2: Um, and I, and I applaud this. This is something that I think you and I, we're of a different generation. I'm not saying you and me are different this much from each other. I'm saying I will put myself in your generation and say you and I are of a different generation than a lot of the guys here, where a lot of the guys here are in, still in the like under 30 fashion crowd. And it's become a thing now for people under 30 to just like sweatpants are back. Like joggers
4: are back. Oh, I know, I know man. I see the kids waiting for the bus. Yeah. I don't think there's ever boys in jeans ever. People are, uh, but I'm saying good. Like I'm not
2: someone who bemoans that jeans are uncomfortable by and large compared to sweatpants. I think it's great that culture now has said sweatpants are awesome. Let's bring all that back. So yes, but we had yesterday, I'm quite sure if I'm just thinking off the top of my head, Colin usually has sweatpants. Colin on.
4: sweatpants. Maddie ice, Maddie ice sweatpants. sweatpants. Tivis, Although he's
2: sweatpants and jeans 50-50, I would say Tyvis sweatpants. sweatpants. Yeah, uh, Timmy is Timmy's sweatpants. always Timmy is Lululemon hundred percent. Yeah, it's either sweatpants or the like golf or pants, he's, or he's dressed for the golf course. Right. Yeah, some sort of izod wear. Teddy now he's not here, but Teddy usually always in jeans. Teddy always in jeans. Bodie's usually in jeans. Bodie's filling in for Ted that's why because Bodie, he wears Bodie's similar clothing
4: yeah but and he's he gets the memo see wears, i like jeans but you, okay i looked around yesterday and it was like everybody in this building is wearing sweatpants and then i got up this morning i took the kid to school which i normally don't do so i was in sweatpants already yeah and so i just said you know what this is my outfit for the day it's great what am i doing what's wrong with that nothing
2: i you know what if we want to have a casual Friday. Even though our usual dress is what most offices would call casual Friday. What's wrong with that? Can I tell you what our office should have? What's
4: that? Please show up Friday. <laughs> because this place is a ghost town on Fridays. Uh, if you go upstairs right now, there's nobody up there.
2: I will tell you this. I was, I went up today. I went to go see one of our sales gals, Tracy. I went to go talk to her about something. And as I go up there... I saw almost every salesperson was up there. So I don't oh, know. There must have been a big meeting today. There must today. have. There had to have been they a meeting. never come in on Friday. On Friday? No. It was, it was quite a thing. But I went up there and I saw a bunch of salespeople, everyone saying hi. We had nice little conversations. Oh, I was up there for like an hour chatting them up. Are we changing formats? No. I well, When everybody's in here on a Friday, that usually spells the end. <laughs> I didn't get any memos about that. Everyone was like, have a good show. Enjoy this one. May not ever get to do it again. I thought that was weird, but I didn't know what they did. I meant. just
4: I hope that if we do get to that point, which we won't because, you know, we're no. very successful, we make money. The whole station. I'm not just talking about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Station's I'd, I'd, doing like, well. I'd like to get a little bit of notice. So it's like, hey, today's your last show. So I can go on the air and make it really memorable. Oh. Like yeah. leading the news
2: memorable. Oh, I I would like to do that as well. Especially if we ever find out that we're having a last show. For whatever reason, oh, you, you'll hear about it. It's got to be memorable.
4: I want that to be a thing if that you tune in the news leads with. Today, in the first segment where they just yelled out the C word a bunch of times, did you hear that? Charlie. That's the word. Just yelled Charlie so. over and over and over again. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> that should have been the Jack Buck call. <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> everybody's like, "What is? what does that mean? Well, back then No one would have no known. known. No. You could drop that stuff all day in the broadcast. Although
2: I wonder if they would, because there's there's things that I learned about, like uh left me high and dry. I never knew that was a dirty term. But it is. That's yes, one of those, high like, and dry is a dirty that's term. It's one of those like seventies things that you know you'd hear someone like a comedian who was working really blue be like, Oh man, I tell you this girl left me high and dry, and you're like she left you on a I always thought that was like a shipping thing where you're like I was on a boat and then they left me abandoned on an island maybe it was high up originally. on a mountain and dry because I was not in the water but that's not what it meant that's not what it means now yeah see you learn
4: things all right happy friday high and dry it's a high and dry friday you know what, here on I'd the fifth I love to start the show with today what's that yeah. i was reading an article since deleted instagram post from uh wrestler cm punk Okay, you're familiar with him, right?
2: Where is he in AEW? I think he he
4: had some problems, and he's in limbo. I have no idea. But the reason I bring this up is not to discuss wrestling. But in this post, where he was discussing other things, he just sort of casually threw in the fact that he's 45 years old and has never seen a Rocky movie. Oh, come on! How is that possible? Look, especially for a movie like that. Where about 15, 20 years ago, if you turned on cable, like right now it's Harry Potter, somewhere you will turn on sci-fi, E, whatever channel, there is a Harry Potter movie playing somewhere 24 hours a day on basic cable. But 10, 15 years ago, that was Rocky. Yeah. Rocky was all the time on. Accidentally, I would assume you would just stumble into Rocky.
2: Yes, but there are there are two types of people I find in the world. I, I'll, I'm not defending this, but I will say, I could see how he would have a whole thing where he would say, huh, Rocky's on. I've always meant to watch that. Or I have just to watch that, whatever. But that's like, but I don't have time anyway, so I'm going to flip past it. You know, and, and and instead of where I tend to be a little more lazy with my time, where I would flip across that and go, huh, a movie I've never seen. I'm just going to sit here and watch that. That's going to take my next hour and a half, like... But it's rocky I could, though. I could see CM Punk being no, one of I those can't guys who No, I could see him be one of those guys who's like, "Sorry, it's not on the agenda today. I don't have time for this crap." And then
4: just not ever sit down can, and watch look, it. Look, I can almost understand if this was some, you know, piano prodigies Instagram.
2: Yes, the fact that he does do fake fighting every, for a living, ever this since is kind of was in the wheelhouse.
4: Three and a half years old, he's had these really intense parents that make him learn the piano and now he's an adult prodigy, but he never had a regular childhood. This guy, CM Punk, was obsessed with professional wrestling. And pop culture. And and fake fighting. He he makes comic books for a living, like on the side. You would think that Rocky somewhere would be on his radar.
2: Right. It was a pop culture reference. It's a sports reference. It has a fighting, clearly a fighting bent to it. You'd think all those things would appeal to him. So here's my question.
4: What is a movie that even you can't believe that you have not seen Hmm. up to this point? Let me think, because... I, Bodhi, There's, I want an answer from you too. I'll be, let me be very clear. There are lots
2: of movies I could throw out that people would go, I can't believe you haven't seen that. That came out in the last like 15 or 20 years just because we've had kids and life's no, been no, no. crazy. I, I know that. I'm trying to think of ones that even me as a very like now well into, like I'm in my 40s, should have seen this one. I have not seen Avatar.
4: Is that one that everyone has to well, see? I mean, the, but that's like the highest grossing movie of all time.
5: Yeah. I, I didn't don't. see it.
4: I didn't see the new one either. And I probably won't. Well, I'm not going to probably
2: see the new one, but I did see the old one in theaters. To be fair, like there's, I'm surprised of- I missed
4: that. All right, I like James Cameron stuff. Bodie, what about you? Movie you haven't seen that even surprises you? Yeah, I've never seen any of the Harry Potter movies. Not one. Not a single one. All right.
2: I, uh, I never saw like Goodwill Hunting. I don't know if that's. That feels like one of those movies that's on a decent amount, yeah. But it's not quite at the level of Rocky or you know, like even Shawshank. You know, those are movies that are on just all the time, or they
4: were for a, a many and many years. So tweet us at and Bone nine seven one on Twitter. And by the way, I got a shipping confirmation yesterday. Burner phone on the way. I I on the way. I was for getting
2: burner phone. Some of my friends are concerned about you. Why? Because they 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 saw this. They saw. It. They heard you talking about it, and I was getting text messages last night. Like, what's going to happen when someone calls this phone? And I said, well, "You I'm know, not, that's not a great gonna question. Take, I'm, we're not going to take calls. Well, I know, but it's going to ring all day. It's not. It, it, it'll be on silent. There won't even be anything. Okay, you can call it. No one's going to answer it. Will you? Act, yes, but you have to not accidentally answer it either. Why would I accidentally well, answer Well, you're it? trying to get to the messages to see what's on there, it's just like, oh, this thing keeps ringing. I can't get the thing off of the thing. I guess you could put it in do not disturb so you don't get yeah. calls. Are you new to technology? We can block all the calls. You can block the calls, but not the texts. I thought, I don't know. I was thinking you could do one, but I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if you could do both.
4: Is, you should really get into management here because uh-huh. i i have found <laughs> the most low-key low-tech solution to our problem and you have problems with it no i don't i'm not going to touch you want to wait for a text program that's never going to come i don't no <laughs> no i have twitter twitter's great but not everybody wants to use twitter is what i'm saying to yeah you. well let's give the listeners another option i agree with you that's a good call especially now they there some people are in the car they want to just voice text us well, you can, yeah, okay. You fine. can't voice tweet, can yes, you? Yeah, you can. You can? Well, I have no
2: however idea how you type
4: your text out, you hit the same button and go, but put it in a tweet, and then it, it'll do that. But I'm just saying, you got Apple CarPlay or something in the car, you just press your little button on your steering wheel and say, text Common Man and T-Bone. And then yeah. there, there you go. You can text us. And then know. Teddy will read it. Don't send me dong pictures. I'm, I'm serious now. <laughs> Again...
2: That's the thing is that you're putting a regular phone number out and saying, but please don't do the things that people do with those numbers. Well, if
4: you kids can't use it responsibly, I, then I'll throw it away. That <laughs> Then dad has
2: so to this, turn the car this around. Was the discussion. That I have with one of my friends, they're like, "How long until he throws it up against the wall and There's shatters you a, a million pieces?" There is a
1: chance.
4: And I said, I'd "Give it that a week." Could happen. I give it a week, but I'm
2: starting out with good intentions. That's, you know, that's what? all. I admire your hopefulness on this, and I and I'm your trying optimism. Trying to
4: grow as a person—that is good.
2: And every time I do, you yell at me. I'm I'm not. But then when at you. I don't grow as a person, you also yell at I'm me. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just presenting the issues. Uh, dances with Wolves. I've never seen Dances with Wolves. You know, I've never seen it either. Is that one that we all should Bodie dances with wolves have you ever kevin costner i never heard of it okay great (laughs) good 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 for you Uh, yeah this is good i like that you know what i want to live in a circle of friends who are like i don't even know what dances with wolves is great
4: uh we have fantastic all right tournament stuff jacket stuff another jackets player is dead we'll talk about that next common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic
6: from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
3: Good afternoon. Some heavy slowdowns to watch out for. Traffic is beginning to build on westbound 670 between I 71 and 4th Street. Plan on slowdowns in that area. And the west side of I 70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. Traffic is stop and go. This traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples Print Marketing Services helps small business print big, not get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 415. Visit staple.com print big for details. This is your sign to try Staples for your prints are perfect, guaranteed. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Man is
1: kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday Tool of the
4: Week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. We also have people who are tweeting us, Mike, about movies they've never seen. Well, this came up because I said I, I saw something from wrestler CM Punk. He's a 44, 45-year-old guy. He says he's never seen any of the Rocky movies, which I find so hard to believe. It's
2: very difficult to believe that. But a lot of people are tweeting us what they've... Movies that are fairly common, movies that are... We're not trying for, like, the greatest movies in cinema history. There's plenty of those that you and I have not seen. I mean... I, I, I've never seen Singing in the Rain, but that's not what we're talking about. Like, oh, that's, it's magical. Well, you know I've what never, I mean? I've never seen it. That's, I have no idea. It's a movie that's been around forever. Lots of people say how nice and yeah, great it that's is. Fine. And all Singing
4: in the Rain isn't on cable every 10 seconds. Right. So we're talking about movies like that, where
2: these movies have been out there for a while, but they are big budget action type movies, or they're just movies that kind of took over for a couple years and everyone was talking about them. We're not talking Oscar picks necessarily. So here are a few. Unknown Stuntman says, I've never seen a single
4: Fast and Furious movie. Sorry, T-Bone. I actually watched three quarters of the first one. Okay. And I could not take it anymore. Yeah. I mean, I I turned it off and I've not seen any more of them. They're fairly ridiculous. Mike Todd
2: also said, I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. And again, that's like, I don't. That's a good pick here. Yeah, I, that's exactly what we're talking about, are movies that they're, they've made a million of them, but you've never even seen one of them. Yeah. Um, let's see. Camillo says, I've never seen Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Also never seen Godfather, any of the Godfather movies. Okay. Those are both, I would say, Godfather not as much. I mean, that's one that isn't on TV as much, but still, yeah, Godfather 1 and 2, fairly well known and... Pretty awesome movies if you like that sort of thing. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm surprised you haven't run into, but yeah, those are movies I've definitely seen at some point. Uh, let's see. A fat guy in Ohio says I've never seen Titanic. Seemed like a waste of time since I already knew the boat sank. Now it's the main focus of my life. I've <laughs> abandoned my family to avoid the movie. Does your family just watch it all the time? <laughs> what, what do they
4: do? It like every day. Every day it's, it's like, Titanic
2: it's Day, Titanic Tuesday, and you're like, no, I'm I'm not. I got to go. I can't be around
4: I this. I asked Timmy to put something in the system for me. Well, but I don't think he, he did will. yet. No, he'll get to it. No, I, But I want to play it now because it's Titanic related. Uh, Thanks for nothing, Timmy. Jimmy says, I've never seen Pulp
2: Fiction. Which I... Like, that one is still one that i would think most people have run into at some point but i could see if you're like i don't watch a lot of r-rated movies well, that's i'm not a big thing. quentin Is that, tarantino guy you had to that's be fine. a certain
4: age when that came out to watch that movie
2: bodie pop pulp fiction have you ever seen it are you aware of it definitely it's, yeah i've heard of it for sure but never, you've never seen it, seen it. okay yep. right that's what i'm saying like i think if you're under say 30 that one's not as much
4: of a you had to see it Bode, kind of have thing. you seen mary poppins Maybe when I was a kid. Okay. I don't remember. You don't remember. Seeing it, it now. Yeah. yeah. Mary Poppins and Pulp Fiction are kind of like the same movie. I am curious. What's like your. Because,
2: Bodie, I don't know this about you. Like, what are like a top two or three movies for you? Or just movies that you're like, you know, are some of Hold your on, favorites I'll, offhand? Rudy. <laughs> Rudy, we know. Rudy's probably right.
5: in there. Um,. Yeah, I honestly love watching movies. I do watch quite a bit of movies. I'm not like Chops level, but maybe okay. the next tier down. Um, I love all the Marvel stuff. Yeah, I honestly love watching movies. I do watch quite a bit of movies. I'm not like Chops level, but maybe okay. the next tier down. Um, I love all the Marvel
4: stuff. Right. Um,
5: What's well, so so a so super I'm action, action movie? Horror. i horror. 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 No,
4: horror. Horror. I don't watch any horror movies. Way, anyway, speaking of Chops. I know he does the commercials and stuff. Yeah, dude. But a lot of people are like, is that real? Chops is losing weight faster than anyone I've seen without some sort of terminal illness. Oh, no. He's, he's, he's wasting away. He is. Incre- he's doing an incredible job. He looks like a different guy. And
2: they know those people don't pay us anything to do those. I'm, are you kidding? Yeah, they're not paying I'm, us.
4: I'm, whatever he's losing, I'm putting on. I'm getting I'm getting better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm getting nothing from these people, but I'm just saying he looks, chops. He looks and he looks incredible. Great. Yeah, he's he's doing phenomenal. So good job, Chops, and good job, Awaken
4: One Eighty. I guess they're they're helping him out. So there nice nice job. Uh, tournament things. Gonzaga beats UCLA last night in a wild one. Some fun games last night. Most of the games were fun. Sparty falls to Kansas State in overtime. UConn had no problems with Arkansas. That was the one game that really wasn't fun. Florida Atlantic moves on. They beat Tennessee. So pretty much everything the opposite of what we thought was yes, gonna happen.
2: Yesterday we were complete. I I was certainly completely wrong on everything that I had put out there, but man, I will tell you that Kansas State game, we could we could go there for a second because that Marquise Knoll is a lot of fun to watch. And I don't know if you saw this play that he had where at one point in the game he's dribbling up the court and he's looking over the bench and his coach is like Pointing and gesturing, and like, and he and he looks over at his coach and is like putting his hand up, like, No, 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 I we need to do. And you can tell they're like arguing about the call, yeah, for what play they're gonna run right as he's dribbled over half court. And then while he's doing that with one hand, picks the ball with the other hand and throws it right at the rim, perfect pass, alley oop, backdoor cut. They knew what they were doing. That was that was a gimmick to get everyone. On Michigan State to blink for a second and fall asleep on defense, and Tom Izzo had the gall after the game to call that like a, yeah, that was kind of a fluky play, not a fluky play. They knew exa- how was it a fluky they play? They knew exactly what they were they doing. Fooled, Tom, you that was an amazing game and tremendous coaching job, Kansas State. But yeah, man, Marquis Snow had what twenty points and nineteen assists, and I mean, if you can't love that it, watching basketball, if you don't enjoy that type of performance, then. Basketball
4: is just not a sport you enjoy if you don't enjoy what he was doing last night. No, it was a fun fun uh, night of games. Now, tonight, San Diego State and Alabama, that is the early game at 6.30. Miami and Houston at 7.15. Princeton, they're alive still. And Creighton at 9 p.m. Mm. And then Xavier and Texas at 9.45. So, we pretty much got all the games wrong last night. Let's pick winners for this tonight. Right. Um, it would, it would I'll do take my, the, I'll heart. take the murderers at six 30 uh, to no, adjacent to murder, adjacent to murder, adjacent to murder Come on. six 30. That's
2: Alabama. Okay.
4: I'm going to take Miami to knock off Houston in the second game. Yeah. I'll tell you this,
2: this to me has yesterday. I would have had no question saying Houston's going to get it done, even though they've had some injuries and who I want to call Mackie Sasser, but that's not his name. What is it? Is it uh, Smacker Miles? no. <laughs>
4: What is the smacker that
2: I'm it's uh, it's definitely it's market. Yes, it's right. It's Marcus, right? Is that his first name? Marcus Sasser. Yeah. Uh, Is he good to go? Is he healthy? Is he back and everything's okay? I think so. I think All he's right. scheduled
4: to play. Yeah.
2: As long as I mean, if he's I would have picked them to win this initially, but now watching yesterday. No, I'm going to go Miami as well. I'm going to go off taco on that
4: uh, Princeton and Creighton. I will take Greg McDermott. Thank God he didn't come coach the Buckeyes. <laughs> Thank God. I remember that when everybody was freaking out. Well, we were kind of freaking out too, yes, so I we can't were. say that uh, we were. it was everybody else we were but too, you know but he's alive with Creighton. I'm wearing
2: uh, I'm wearing my New Jersey shirt today, little Seaside Heights. Let's go, Princeton. Let's get it done for the state
4: of New Jersey. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Those kids have no advantages in life. Let's give it to them. <laughs> I love rooting for and the then, billionaire sons. You know what I mean? Then. Yeah, it's great. It is Xavier and Texas, or hmm. as Tyvis likes to call them, Xavier like Xavier? it's a person.
2: Yes, like Charles Xavier. Yes. Leader of the X-Men. This is his university. And you know what? Let's stay in the state. I'll, the, ta- I'll take him tonight. Let's go X-Men. Let's, Wolverine's going to get it done. I feel like he's got a 20-point game waiting to burst out, so let's go.
4: All right, Jackets news today, plus more of the movies you've never seen. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
6: From the Meister's Bar and
3: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns to watch out for right now. Traffic is stop and go on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. More delays expected on the north side of I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. And 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Taco Bell. The double steak grilled cheese burrito is now at Taco Bell. Two servings of grilled marinated steak and a an melty three-cheese layer inside, plus grilled bubbly cheese on the outside. At participating Taco Bell stores for unlimited time only, while supplies last, contact local stores for prices, hours, and participation.
0: All backed by the Lifelock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at Lifelock.com/slash
1: aware. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. The is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinder Motor Company.
4: Uh good news, Bone. What's that, man? An asteroid large enough to destroy a city will pass between Earth and the Moon tomorrow. Oh, that's so, I mean, in space terms, that's really close. Close. Now this thing's not huge, but again, it's it's large enough where if it were to hit us, it would destroy an entire metropolitan area. So there's that.
2: But well, I wonder. I don't know the answer on this. I'm sure you don't either. But when they say that, like, what if it hits in the middle of nowhere, Kansas, like? It would do damage, it would be a huge crater, it would probably cause a lot of issues for all of us, but it's like, it wouldn't take out the, n- if the next city is like a hundred miles away. No, you'd probably be fine. Okay, but. But it would probably black out the sky for a few days or I something. I assume it, it would, would be rattle the earth. Yeah, I would think that would be bad. Or if it landed in the ocean. Does it, what happens? I don't Tuna- know.
4: Tsunami? Maybe, right, yeah. I don't know, I have yeah. no idea. But it's By not, anyway. it's not, it's not hitting It's not going to hit us, so there's right. that. Uh also astronomers have captured a tornado on the sun that is as tall as 14 earths. Mm. Try and wrap your brain around that. A sun man. tornado of fire that <laughs> is the height of 14 of our planets stacked on top of each other.
2: You know when it comes to sports how and maybe you've never experienced this but given what we do we watch a lot of sports. I have had this happen where I will be talking to someone who's not a sports person and They'll say like, oh, what's the big story in sports? And I'll be excited about something that happened. And I'll be like, oh, man, like last night, uh, the dude from Kansas State having 20 points and 19 assists, yeah. 19
4: assists, hell of a performance, right? You know how long it took anyone on the Ohio State roster to get 19 <laughs> assists this year? They haven't. There are guys they, who played the entire season they, who haven't totaled 19 the team, assists. The team did not, I think, total 19 Anyway, so if I'm trying to explain
2: that to someone I use terms like it was incredible, it was ridiculous, oh man, you should have seen it, it was awesome. I don't know how you work in astrophysics or anything like that where you deal with astronomy and space and all those things, whatever, all the fields that deal with that. I don't know how those people could ever be wowed by anything on Earth. No, I don't either. Like if someone came up and said, oh my God, have you seen the Grand Canyon? They're like, yeah, Grand Canyon, that's cool. I just looked at a tornado that's the size of 14
4: Earths. Get back to me when you've also, got Also, right like now, it's, there's a blizzard warning on Venus. It's snowing lead. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. So what's That's, that again? Was that about the dude from right, Kansas State? Snowing
2: lead. He had a good game? Yeah, got it. We have lead snow on other planets, and we know this. And I look at it, and I see it all the time. This is my job. Yeah, you, you would never be impressed
4: by anything, I no. would assume. No. Uh, Jacket's back in action tonight. They're at Nationwide after the long road trip hosting the Islanders. I hope they lose. Coverage starts at 6.30. Catch all the action right here on The Fan. And in typical Jackets fashion, and in typical Patrick Laine fashion, which we're all just going to ignore the fact that this guy is often ouchy, he's dead now. He hurt himself at practice. What is it, triceps? Is that the yeah, issue? Uh, Two to four weeks for him. So Yes, but... The way he suffered the injury is
2: is especially very Jackets. This is according to my, Mark Scheig. Or Sheig, I'm not sorry, dude, if I'm mispronouncing your name. I apologize. I follow him on Twitter. I don't know how his name is said. I'm sorry. Anyway, he says, if this doesn't summarize the CBJ season this year, not sure what will. Per Brad Larson, Patrick Laine got injured while taking a shot during the final drill of practice on Thursday. Yeah, that's so Jackets. That yeah, right there so is a very Jackets thing.
4: R- Rimmer comes on our show on Wednesday. Uh, in between vomiting, and right, yeah. tells us that Patrick Laine could be the center of the future, and he could be right under our noses, and this is fantastic, and oh, wait, he's dead. Bye-bye! He'll probably be back before the season's up, but who the hell knows? This could be it for him. They may shut him down. I, probably not a bad idea if they did shut him down, right? I but wish it. they'd shut down the entire team. <laughs> Stop picking up points. Well, yeah, Sharks this is- played last night, lost again. We don't need that. So now you got two games in hand on them. You have yeah. two more games to play, and they're only what is it? Two points ahead of you. I think that's right. I got, yeah, I gotta look it up. Now. I haven't
2: looked at it today, so everybody I know it's right at around the bottom
4: there. is losing all the time. Yeah.
2: Well, to be clear, normally I would want to see progress and all these other things,
4: and I get why Jackets fans would say we I, need to see that. And I, want, I no, it, we but, don't need to see it because it's fake now. Even if you see it, it doesn't mean anything. Of course, I want to see off-season progress. I want to see some changes around this organization. Not just on the ice level, but up top. I, I, I know it's probably a pipe dream. I know, but I don't I don't think that's likely. Right, Blue Jackets have 51 points. San Jose has 53, but San Jose has played two more games. So that's a problem there. Blackhawks yes. are at 54 points. They've played 71 games, one more than the Jackets. Anaheim has 56 points. And then Montreal, they're... They're fine. They have 62 points. But is right. it Montreal? They're, you're in Montreal tomorrow night, right? You must lose tonight. Yes. To the Islanders. have to lose. You must go to Montreal lose. and lose there. And hopefully on the trip to Montreal, everybody, like L- Rimmer licks everyone's faces. <laughs> so they all get dysentery. Right. And Princess dies coming to visit, like all mm-hmm. of that. So nobody can play. Of course you and have to you do lose. that.
2: Yeah, I I am at the point with this team where if you see progress and you see this team play well, you said earlier it's fake. The reason I feel that would be the case is because now there's no stakes, right? The only, the only thing this season has left to offer you is personal improvement as a player. And then you have the idea of getting hopefully the number one draft pick, which is not guaranteed with the worst record, but certainly top three is guaranteed if you get that. The players don't care about that one. All they care about is personal development and, of course, getting better as a team. But there's no stakes now. You're not playing these games and saying, if we win two or three here, guys, we can make the playoffs. We got to do it. That pressure is not there. So anything I see from this team, if suddenly they go off on a, like a five or six game winning streak, which would be horrible. But if they did that, I'm sure there'd be some Jackets fans would say, well, wait a second, though. They're playing some tough games. At the end of this stretch season's winding down and they're still fighting. That's good. No, it wouldn't matter because they're not playing games. This is not the same pressure as no, a team not, that's
4: trying to make the playoffs. And it's the, We talk about it in baseball, too. Never believe what you see in September Yeah, from losing teams. Never believe it because the stakes are different. Pressure is different. Other teams have their own agendas going into some of these games. It's completely different. I wanted to bring this up to you the other day. I forgot. Okay. I think it's likely they'll surpass this, although I would like them not to. But just to show you how bad this season has been, Blue Jackets, through 70 games, so obviously there's 12 more to go, have 51 points. Okay. Do you happen to know what the fewest point points in franchise history is? I, mean, I don't. I don't know. You can guess that it's probably the first season, right? And you'd right. be right. Yeah. But the answer is 57. Do they reach 57? How many games they have left? 12, and they only need six points to get there. So I assume yes. But that's, yeah, that's I mean, how bad that's, it is.
2: Yeah, this is anybody who wants to talk about injuries and man games lost and all that stuff. Sure, it you've
4: played, had it plays a role. You've had no some injuries, about that. but
2: there's no way you can excuse this away. Just as oh, they've had some injuries. No, you have you have coaches. Quite honestly, that I don't feel like should be in these roles, and I do think that this front office needs to be overhauled. But. We're well, not gonna, I think we we're know not gonna that's go not going to happen. I know. I know we do. And, ev-
4: and everything we've heard is that Brad
2: Larson's sticking around too. I'm sure he is. So. I'm not. Why would they fire him at the end of this season? They already had. I mean, they've already they could have done that long ago and got a head start with the new guy.
7: Yeah,
2: they could have done. You could have done that after ten or twelve games and said maybe we don't punt on this season. But they wanted to make sure they were in the best position to get Connor Bedard. That's my guess. And then once they get him,
4: I guess then what? They're going to let Larson coach him too. Great. Jackets and Islanders 6:30 tonight. Crew hosting Atlanta tomorrow night 7:30. We will have the game on 1460 ESPN and the fans HD2 because the Jackets are on uh, 97.1. This is at home, right? Yes. Yes, I just said that. Um
2: so that game against Atlanta does feature a little bit of a star power deficiency, which is funny cuz tomorrow I think is like Star Wars night or they're kind of promoting it as Star Wars night over at the state at the stadium, but whatever. There's no Eloy room. You're starting goaltender. Lucas El not going to play. And I'm trying to, Oh, Milos Dejnick also not going to play all three of those guys. Cooch is out too, right? Well, all three of those guys are on international duty. They got called up to their national team. So they're away from the crew, but they're healthy. Yes. Kucha Hernandez is injured. So he can't play either. He's out for two to four weeks on Atlanta's side. They have a few guys out too, for similar reasons, including one of their best players who is a guy who played for Argentina when they won the world cup he's back with Argentina now because they're playing international competition. So that's good for the crew. I'll take a tie out of this one. You are depleted. So is Atlanta, but getting a tie here would be fine with me. I, I'd love to see him get a W at home, but they are lacking some guys right now. So hopefully they can still make, they can cover up for that.
4: Why don't we do a little Elite Eight ice cream madness? I'm all about it. Shall that. we? I'm all about it. Let's do it next. Colin and T-Bone on the fan.
3: Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of the north side of I-71 northbound at Fifth Avenue. All lanes are reopened, but traffic is still stop and go from East Broad Street as it recovers. Plan on some residual slowdowns over here in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Find everything you love listening to on Audible. Hear celebrity memoirs, mysteries, true crime, sci-fi, and more. Audible is the home of storytelling, audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at audible.com. I'm Leanna with fan traffic.
0: Off topic is on
1: brand. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday.
4: Tool of the week is coming up at 534. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone971. It is Elite Eight Time. All right. 64. Man, I got some burps. Yeah, well, you've been out there working up a sweat. I know, but now I got some agita. I,
2: again, this is a term I never heard until I met you, but it, now, I've, now I've heard it a hundred But now you times. know what it is. Now it, I hear people say it all the time. When I
4: say agita to you, you know exactly yeah, what I'm talking I do, about. but I never knew what that was until I met you. All right, 64 ice cream flavors battling for supremacy. Only one can win. Mm. All right, what is this? This is uh, the Four seed. Black Raspberry Chip chip up against the two-seed Butter Pecan. Okay. I know up until this point I have stumped for Butter Pecan. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily the biggest fan in the world. That's fine. It's okay. It's fine. But I cannot with good conscience, even though I like Butter Pecan, Mm -hmm. advance it. Over black raspberry chip. To me, that is the far superior flavor. I am glad to hear you say that because I was going to yell at you if you were going to
2: not pick black raspberry chip. I know this is going
4: to piss a lot of people off because we got a lot of big butter pecan fans out there. You have to accept that it's not your year. You got beat by a better matchup here.
2: I mean, look, you, you like an ice cream that tastes like the leftovers of better ice cream. I don't know what to tell you. That's too bad for you. Throwing some shade at a team that got to the Elite Eight. I mean... They had a good That's run up fine. to this point, but Hey, Arkansas sucked last night. What do you
4: want me to say? They got to the Sweet 16, but they sucked. All right, Black Raspberry Chip moves on. We have our first Final Four representative. All right. Uh, four seed Moose Tracks up against the number two seed, Rocky Road. Mm, I knew that. We we knew about this coming as we, a We a saw big this matchup. as yeah. a potential big matchup, real and, and tough now time. it's arrived, so... Both of these are very solid and have points to make for each of them. They For example, with the Moose Tracks, you have vanilla ice cream. You have fudge ripples. You also have mini peanut butter cups. But with the Rocky Road, you have a chocolate ice cream, Mm -hmm. if you prefer that, with chunks of nuts. Nuts, yes. Big, Big deal
2: there. There are chocolate chips in there. I think so. It seems like to me there's Rocky Road is the chocolate with like, there's a little chocolate ripple in there too. Am I wrong? And then there's like the nuts. So we got chunky chocolate. We have chunky vanilla. Here's what I know. I like, I'm going to go with chunky vanilla over Rocky road. I'm going to go with moose tracks mostly because of the chocolate peanut butter combination. And aesthetically, I don't know. Like there's just something about having the Reese's or the, no, they're not Reese's cups with little peanut butter cups in there that just, I don't know. It gives me a warm feeling. I really like
4: peanut butter cups. This should not have an effect on this because this is a completely different matchup, but does it change your mind at all? That we have a chocolate peanut butter combination alive on the other side of the bracket. Nope. If Fair. the whole competition was chocolate peanut butter ice cream variants,
2: I'd be satisfied with two in the finals. If it's just those two that make it to the finals,
4: well, that just shows they're both You superior. know what? I think this one's too tough to call. Okay. okay, I think we need to right. leave it up to the listeners at Man and Bone 971 Are you in favor of Moose Tracks or Rocky Road moving on to the final four? We have a number one seed still alive. We have two number one seeds still alive. They're both in this side of the bracket. Okay. Strawberry is a number one. I went to bat for Strawberry. I fought for them over Salted Caramel. They had a tough matchup in the Sweet 16. And we thought, I thought Salted Caramel was going to get it done. And then all my Strawberry peeps came out. Strawberry. All the peeps came out and voted for Strawberry. That's right. And here we are. Strawberry against the number two seed. So it's one versus two in the Sweet 16. Cookies and cream. (sighs) Well... You obviously
2: know I was not the biggest strawberry fan in the last round. Salted caramel's my jam, but cookies and cream is what we're going up against now with strawberry? That's,
4: I mean, I don't even think that really needs to be debated. Well, of course it needs to be de- debated. They both earned their spot here. They earned their spot. They had a good tournament up to this point. On. I'm not going to sit here and have you crap on strawberry. Not it's delicious. On, I'm on, listen, I'm... <laughs> I'm not pissing on hospitality, Mike. You know that. You are pissing on hospitality. I'm not
2: doing that. Eat. Eat, <laughs> damn it. If you get that reference, good for you. That is an old school reference, my friend. Um, I'm going with cookies and cream, but if we want to open that one up for debate, no, too. No, I do not say we are going to do that We've again. already got just, moose tracks and Rocky Road. I, wanted, working I on. want to
4: take a temperature of the room. So Bodie, strawberry, or cookies and cream. Yeah, this one's pretty easy for me, cookies and cream. Yeah. I think, why is that,
2: Bodhi Because you're a human? <laughs> no, I know, right? Exactly. It's it's a very easy choice, I think, for most people.
4: Not that's no
7: shade I, I, on I strawberry. Don't, I don't think it is an easy strawberry
4: choice. Strawberry is delicious. Oh. It's a great ice cream I'm flavor. They, they came from. They were number one seed. They came from a really strong conference. But they're great. They earned their spot here. They're great. This, but that's like saying
2: in football, if you were trying to decide who's going to win a matchup between like Alabama and Boise State, well. All right, fine. Bad example, because that's occasionally
4: been an upset. Whatever. The point is, usually you know who's coming out on top. The pedigree wins. I wanted to have a nice conversation here. Ultimately, I was going to root for, or not root for, advance cookies and cream anyway. Mm -hmm. But I just wanted to throw strawberry some respect. That's the right choice. Because strawberry deserves our respect.
2: I respect strawberry enough to not pretend like it's something it's not.
4: Cookies and cream moves on. Thank you. Here we go. This, I think, is going to be the toughest matchup of the entire tournament so far. The number one seed, chocolate sorry, chip cookie Dave, dough. Sorry. What? What? Sorry, I just read a tweet. I, I have to
2: interject real quick. We've been asking people for their favorite movies, or, or movies you that everyone's seen that you haven't seen, which you can tweet us those two if you want. Man, I, this better be a g-
4: good tweet.
2: Dave, Dave says, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies, Rambo movies, Die Hard Any of the Marvel superhero movies, none of the Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, E.T. I could probably keep going. I don't really watch movies.
4: (laughs) Why did you tweet us, Dave? You don't have to. He wants to contribute to the show. (laughs) I I haven't seen anything. I grew up Amish. (laughs) I've never seen
2: a movie. I don't know why that tickled me so much, but just I haven't seen any movie that's ever been made in the last 30 years.
4: I should probably admit now I don't have a TV or watch movies. That's right. fine. Well, let me set up this matchup fine. here for we'll you see a- something else that distracts sorry. you. sorry. You're, You're right. a child. Yeah, I am. It's like working with Spielman when the band walked by. Well, I don't blame hey, him for Spiels, that. Hey, Spiels, who's going to win today? I don't blame him. The band's awesome. Distracts me, too. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. All right. Number one seed, chocolate chip cookie dough. Up against the sixth seed, chocolate peanut butter brownie. <sighs> this is a Handles flavor. I want you to mull on this. Mm. Plus, we'll tally up the votes moose tracks and rocky road in a heated battle That, by the way i've just been told has gone to overtime yeah moose tracks and rocky road has gone to overtime it's overtime, over, it's, overtime yeah. it's overtime so we'll declare a winner coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: fan
6: traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
3: Good afternoon. Keep an eye out for an accident causing some slowdowns on East Markson Avenue at Champion Avenue. Please be careful over here as cars continue to slow. You'll also find the north side of I-71, northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Tap those brakes. Traffic is bumper to bumper. This traffic report is sponsored by Vision Zero. Speed matters when it comes to preventing fatal car crashes on Columbus streets. Even small decreases in speed can help save a life. Learn how you can do your part by visiting columbus.gov slash vision zero now. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: today's special value is three hours of stupid you're listening to common man and t-bone happy friday so glad you've tuned in three hours a day every single
4: day do it now do what now i don't know listen to the show now do it now subscribe to the podcast which you should do it is sponsored by our friends care heating and cooling that's right look at my boobies jack (laughs) (laughs) wherever you get your audio just search common man and t-bone every single show comes right to your device free of charge we are in the middle of an epic ice cream battle (laughs) this is an elite eight matchup that has gone now i've been told to double overtime Yep, moose tracks is up against Rocky Road. Who will move on to the final four? We left it up to you, Bone. What are the people saying? Brian
2: says Moose Tracks. Dancing Kevin, our guy, says Moose Tracks wins every time. I've got Nate who says Moose Tracks. Man. I've got, uh, let's see, Dinkadoo, with probably the tweet of the day on this, says Moose Tracks, give the Rocky Road to your grandma. Wow. Wow,
4: That's yeah, I, that's something a lot of disrespect coming for rocky um, road well i'm telling you man people, people have their favorites and they also want to trash listen. on the other flavor I mean,
2: here's the thing if you didn't want some ice cream hate coming out we shouldn't have a bracket of 64 ice you're, cream you're flavors right. at some point you're asking people to make choices people are making those choices and they're voting with great gusto and i appreciate that so thank you for your enthusiasm but moose tracks is getting it done they are pulling away in the Second half. Are, are Mike. you ready to declare it? I'm. It's fully declared. I've not. I've not seen a Rocky Road tweet. Of course, there's been I'm Rocky not Road seeing tweets. Any. I'm looking. You have selective amnesia. No, I don't have selective amnesia. I have. Well, here's what I have right now. I have Rocky Road sucks. Moose tracks awesome. I've never seen the Major League movies. The Godfather is a movie I've never seen. Well, that's a different tool, topic entirely. My tool of the week is this. I know because everything's coming in one Twitter stream. Man, it's almost
4: like we should have another form yeah, to communicate with good. us. I
2: can't wait till we get this text phone, and then it's just going to be a bunch of people sending you eggplants. Yes. Let's go. Guess who I'm
4: showing that to? I am not even saying I, a word. I'm just going to hold it up to I you. I know you are. During the show. That's great. Take a look at this veiny bastard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Veiny Vivalainen. <laughs> he is a veiny bastard. That's right. All right, so are we moving on? Moose tracks moves on. Moose
0: tracks.
2: da 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 I also had uh, Colin said Moose Tracks, and then he also said Cookies and Cream, which we already advanced, but thank you for the heads up on that.
4: Cookies Our friend and cream. Uh, Joe Tardy has weighed in. Okay. Never misses a show. Thank he you, is Joe. He's the uh, unofficial fact checker of this show as well. It's greatly needed and appreciated. He says, uh, this may surprise you, but Moose Tracks over Rocky Road, Okay, so he is in favor of that. Mm-hmm. And when last we left you, it was Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. Oh, yes. Up against Chocolate Peanut Butter Brownie. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is a handles flavor if you have not had it i suggest you go get it they pay me nothing to tell you this yeah but he says chocolate peanut butter brownie over cookie dough well for him listen man
2: i'm not i'm not i love chocolate chip cookie dough where i am wrestling on that one honestly if both flavors are widely available it's the chocolate chocolate Peanut butter, cookie dough, or no, what was it? Chocolate brownie. Chocolate, peanut butter, brownie. That that that's what I'm having every time if it's widely available. Like you said, it's a handles flavor, which is, again, a nice chain. There are plenty of them, but it's not something where I go into every store and nineteen different varieties of ice cream you know, brands make this flavor, like a moose tracks or a rocky road. Yeah. So that's the only thing that's keeping me back from voting for that one. I'm probably still going to go cook chocolate chip cookie dough because I love chocolate chip cookie dough. But there are everywhere I go to get ice cream, they're going to have it. I don't know that that handles flavor when I can get it. I would pick every time. So I don't know how I should vote there because I'm feeling I'm really torn on it. I'm torn
4: too. Natalie Imbruglia. Yep,
2: make um, naked on the floor. Yep,
4: exactly right. Edna Swap. Hmm. That was the original band. That's a like, Natalie Imbruglia covered that song. Oh, torn! I,
2: I didn't know that. The
4: original song is by a group called Edna Swap. Oh. So and it's you, much more of a Rocky song. Not like Rocky ba- Balboa, ba- but... No. Nope. no, mix not having him chase chicken around? I see. You- it's, it's much more rock-infused, is what you're saying. Hey, Boatman, maybe you can find some Edna Swap Torn for me. It's not in our system, but I'm sure it's on YouTube. Don't
2: don't misspell any of Edna, Swap, and Torn, because you may end up on a different website entirely. Also look for
4: some Edna Snatch as (laughs) well.
2: Wife Swap Porn?
4: Is that what you were looking for? No. Not it. Different thing. All right. Uh, All right. Chocolate chip cookie dough, chocolate peanut butter brownie. These are perhaps my two favorite flavors in the entire tournament. 64 flavors, and it comes down to this. This should be a final matchup for me, but it's in the Elite Eight. I, I'm inclined to believe, with, er, not believe you. Go with you. The chocolate chip cookie dough wins a close one. Okay, just because of the the longevity, the history, the consistency of the flavor, the fact that it's readily available everywhere you go, and you have to seek out chocolate peanut butter brownie at a specialty location. And that does matter. Yeah, because if you're in the grocery store on a Friday night, you got a hankerin'. Sure, you can't get chocolate peanut butter brownie.
2: I right. I mean, I I feel like widespread, not widespread
4: panic, but widespread availability is what we want. This is chocolate peanut butter brownie to me is a force to be reckoned with. But it's only like they play in domes. Yeah, like if you put right. them outside in the snow, yeah, we don't know what they're going to do. They're not everyday There's, good. It's a it's a specialty.
2: Yes, it's a it, it's a it's a guy who's a great long reliever, but. I need to know how versatile you... Can I vote you MVP if you're a great long reliever in baseball? No. I need you to be able to do more. You would need to affect the game in more ways. So, with that, I'm going to go chocolate chip cookie dough.
4: And by the way... It makes me uncomfortable.
2: I know. I'm I'm
4: still going through
2: tweets, though, of people who are like... It's already... It's already done. What? And I still have people who are like, listen, if Moose Tracks doesn't advance, I, I will drive down to the... I know, but I'm telling you, like, you thought I was making this up. I got people who are still now like, I will vote again. And, and I don't even... I feel like I should carry some of these over to the next round it's because... It's done. No. Well, yeah, you can't. I can't. I know, but Moose Tracks is clear. Like, I've never seen a win as wow. dominant as Moose Tracks. I gotta tell you. In the Elite Eight.
4: This Maybe is, next year they work their way into a one seed. <sighs> If they win the tournament this I year, to think about, right? I gotta think about it. I think it's that's right. Yeah. To advance chocolate chip cookie? I, mean, I feel so I, listen,
2: bad doing it. Though. I like the specialty flavor, but I got to go chocolate chip cookie just because of the availability. Best ability is
4: availability, Mike. That's what they always All right, say. Hold on. We have Joe Tardy, who's very upset with us. Oh, no. Now what? We're shaving points based on availability. Then why is it in the tournament? <laughs> hey, you should take that up with whoever seeded the tournament, Joe. That's what I say.
2: You should text that man's burner Look, phone and no- let him know. Let there's no perfect
4: science here.
2: No, there's not. All right. Someone put a flavor in that's not widely available. And while we liked it. Well, so did you. You put like the peach crumble and the I, lemon right, crumble and right. crap like that. That's, you're right. That's those fine. Those are just Culver's flavors and you put I know, those in. I know. And those have lost long ago. And that's I think now it's time. It's time for. This
4: is superior chocolate peanut butter brownie. Of course
2: it, it is. You know it. It's good. Man, I'm, I really don't want to disappoint Joe.
4: But no, 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 he he's, he can bitch and moan all he wants. Chocolate chip cookie chocolate dough, chip dough for me. Yeah. Right, our, our final four is set. Okay, black raspberry chip, chip, moose tracks, cookies and cream, and chocolate chip cookie dough. Chip. We have one number one seed left, and that is chocolate chip cookie dough. Well, that's, should we finish that's right. this today or save
2: it till Monday? <sighs> I mean, we could save it to another segment, don't you think? Or do you want to, I mean, do you want to get it yeah, all no, right now? No, it's fine. Let's save it. All right. I mean, I don't want to... I'm
4: really excited to finish this now.
2: <laughs> My, My nipples are hard with I've anticipation. Always, I've always known you were excited to finish, but sometimes it's best to pace yourself. That's what I say. At this point, buddy, I have got know. nothing but pace. I know. Uh, all right. So we have a few more people tweeting about movies that they've not seen. Hold on. Do we have any
4: Edna Swap? Oh, we do. Bodhi says we found... We have Edna Swap? Edna Swap. Let's listen to this. This isn't uh, this isn't torn though, you. According to YouTube, it is. No, this isn't the right one. Turn this off. How do you know? because I and I have it. Oh, I yeah, own well, it. All right. It's not the right. It's not the right one. Well, it said. It was a, it, maybe that's the club mix. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll we'll search again. I'll search again. You search again. Um, Why were you going to say movies?
2: Yeah, movies that people have seen that uh, our listeners say they have not seen. Everyone else feels like they've seen it. You have not. Jeff says, any of the Lord of, ring, Lord of the Rings type things, which I saw the first one. Yeah, but you haven't seen it. And, of I, and I hated it. Wow. Okay. I mean, but it's not your thing. You don't like fantasy stuff. I gave it a shot.
4: Yeah, you did. And I appreciate that. I kept that. getting up during the movie. I thought it was over. Every single time I thought the movie was over, then no. they panned some Vista. And I'm like, oh no. my God. <laughs> and I sat back down. I was like, all right. Well, did they deliver the ring? I mean, that was the I whole d- thing you of know the what? movie. I never read the
2: books. No! In so the movie, I didn't, I didn't, literally about delivering this ring. Brain.
4: Brain. Brain. Bone. My That's, brain no, you, was melting. You got it right. I couldn't think about it. Yeah. Common
2: man in the brain. Yeah. You're right. right I sure. know it. Yeah, uh, Big Daddy says, Frozen, and whatever the We Don't Talk About Bruno movie is, that is um, Encanto. Encanto. But does he have children? I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, you could see these movies, even if you don't have children, you can just watch them. They're, they're musicals, essentially, with cartoons on them. Uh, Nolan says Shawshank Redemption. Sean, our guy Sean, who used to work at Ten TV, Sean Dunnigan says The Godfather. Now that surprises me. Sean is a man of uh, the world. I'm surprised he's not seen The Godfather. But we let had a him couple lift. other
4: people say Godfather.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, Beppy says Harry Potter. Literally every Harry Potter I've not seen. Um, what about Je- the what about the porno one? Is uh, <laughs> I don't even want to know what's on that one. I've not seen I've not seen anything about their magic wands. No. Uh Jeff's gentleman sausage says never seen either Major League any of the major league movies, although I love baseball. The trailers look corny, so I passed. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah he if, loves you don't like, baseball, if you don't like
4: baseball, I get it, but
2: they made that, this. for you.
4: There's so many iconic quotes. I'll tell you one that I've never seen before. Speaking of iconic movie I've never seen. Okay. Caddyshack. Oh, yeah. I have never seen
2: Caddyshack. That's one that I watched well into my 20s. I had missed it all the times it was on TV. I had never sat down and watched the whole thing. And then I started watching it, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny, but it is very dated. I mean, it's... Well, yes. No, but I'm saying some movies hold up, you know, that don't look as dated. This one is... It's it's very of the times, but whatever. Uh, we've got a few for Shawshank. We've got David saying Step Brothers... Which I don't think, you know what, I don't think I've seen Step Brothers. I've seen plenty of the clips, you know, all the, did we just become best friends? I'm surprised you haven't seen that.
4: I haven't watched it. That's right
2: up your alley. It seems like it would be, but it's one that I just missed. Uh, Spaghetti Sports says Back to the Future. Oh, wow. Wow, that's the first one I've seen of that. Ooh, That's a, all right, but hey. All, All of them? says Back to the Future, so I feel, well, if you haven't seen the first one, why would you start with like three? Unless you just like Westerns. Although that movie is... Very old. That's what I'm point. saying. I mean, it's almost I mean, 40 years old. I'm saying, I think there are a lot of people who probably were like, yeah, yeah, I got it. He goes back in time. Right on. Back to the future. Have you seen it? Do you like it? Never seen it. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> any of, not any of the Back to the Futures? None of them. Nope. Wow. Do you have a desire to see them? Is it just like, oh, it's just never on? Yeah, or no, I, it's not something like if it, I don't, I don't, I
5: feel like I've never really come across it on like a Netflix or Amazon, but if okay. I did, I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, check it out.
2: All right, I. This is good to know. Back to the Future is, uh, I bet you, I'm trying to think of, my kids have seen it. Now, I have children who could, you I could show it to them. There's plenty of movies my kids have not seen for various reasons, obviously. I'm not going to start them off with Pulp
4: Fiction. I remember but, I got punished because of Back to the Future. Why'd you get punished Cause for Because in to the, the first movie, Michael J. Fox yells, bastards. Oh, right. When yeah. when the Libyans come and shoot Doc Brown. Yeah. And I looked at my dad, and I said, "Please don't get mad at me. I don't know what it means. What is a bastard?" Uh huh. And he said, "Go to your room." Like you could have just explained it to me <laughs> as an, as an adult. But also, it's, it's, it's like, "Well, I'm watching this movie. No, go to your room." I mean,
2: I of the word. I mean, yes, I know that it's not the nicest thing to say, especially like if you're talking to a. Well, I know. I like get it. But abandoned child, I, yeah, I wouldn't I was curious. to him. <laughs> hey, abandoned child, you're no. a bastard. I wouldn't do that. But it doesn't seem like, of all the swears, that's not a really bad one.
4: All right, UConn had themselves quite a trip to Vegas. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
6: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
3: Good afternoon. Some ramp restrictions to watch out for an accident on the I-70 eastbound ramp to US-33. Traffic is backed up to Livingston Avenue in this area as they work to get things clear. You'll also find some stop-and-go delays on I-70 downtown split westbound between the 71 east split and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency, Incorporated. I'm the NRA with Van Traffic.
1: The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Happy Friday.
4: Hey, Bone. Hey, man. Did uh, you know that Barstool Sportsbook is the official sportsbook of this show? I am very much in the know about that, my friend. You can get it right on your phone. Start placing your bets. If you're a first-time customer, they have plenty of bonuses to entice you. But if you like the physical thing, You crave the physical thing. Head to Hollywood Casino Columbus and visit the brand new Barstool Sportsbook in the flesh. In the flesh. Go there now. It's beautiful. Scotty Vegas is on his knees yelling right now. Well, you know Watching Ohio State hockey.
2: You know what you can do that's the very in the flesh thing when you go to the Barstool Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino? You can get the little slips that they print out. Yeah. When you place a bet... At a casino like in Vegas, they print out a slip that has the information, the bet slip. That's what it's called on the app. They give you a little paper receipt. And then if you win, you bring that back up and say, hey, I won. And then they scan it and then they pay you your money. That is, to me, one of the little extra little touches that I am very excited about by going to the real barstool sportsbook at the real hollywood casino
4: must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800 gamblers so uconn uh, had themselves a night they beat our kansas last night really had no problems doing so but up until that point it was a little bit of a challenge they checked into their hotel in vegas at the luxor at right, right. the, the pyramid one yeah right uh the ncaa books these accommodations the school has nothing to do with it they said here are your hotel rooms so they go I've heard the Luxor is not necessarily the best. I've never been. I but. mean, it's, it's a dated hotel. It's a little yeah, old. But I've, at the same time, you wouldn't expect to find this in your room. Okay. Guys checked into their room and they say they found Dirk, Dirt, and Dirk Nowitzki was Dirk there Dovitski. too. Dirk <laughs> Nowitzki. Dirt, puke. Oh, and worse oh. is what they said, oh. which I assume oh. is oh. the back end. Yeah. I mean, how could you get right. worse than puke? But I apparently mean, they can. Mike, there are a lot of bodily fluids. I'll just leave it at that. But so, still, that's not great. This was a problem in more than one room. So they didn't check in because it was disgusting. Yeah. They found another hotel. Uh, the NCAA, I guess, found one for them. So they had that whole thing. They take a bus to the facility yesterday to play the game. Uh, people break into the bus after they got off the bus and stole their stuff. Oh Lord. Laptops, iPads, cell Dude, phones. Can we admit something here with the
2: NCAA? They're not they're not good at anything. It used to be, oh well, they're not really good at navigating, uh, figuring out this whole name, image, and likeness thing, and while well, they screwed that up. Ah, oh, they're not really good at like enforcing penalties. Oh, they're not really good at keeping the conferences. In you know, from realigning just because of TV, they're not good at anything. Because right. this is the tournament. This tournament is all they have to do now. They don't oversee the bowl situation. They don't oversee the college football playoffs. They don't oversee that. Yes, I know they have a bunch of other sports that are all part of the NCAA, and all those sports have championships that they also oversee. But do you know what funds the? I mean, five sixth of the budget, if not more. No, it's nine, all on this tournament. To the budget. This their TV deal from this tournament funds them to the tune of nearly two and billion dollars I'm sure, I'm every sure year. The
4: NCAA will say, "Well, this was a hotel problem. This was a Luxor problem. Yes, but you booked this hotel. Well, this was a security problem at the venue. At a different place. Yes, but you should be in charge of security. Well, I'll not tell just you relying
2: this. on what the venue supplies. I don't know, man. But I was I was standing there watching." Uh, at Nationwide Arena this past week when we had the first round of games here in Columbus. And I was watching it realizing something, and I don't know, maybe I'm putting this together, but they didn't have the normal voice guy, uh, Greg, who's the voice of the Blue Jackets that does all the in-ring announcing, or you know what I mean, all the announcing in the stadium when the Jackets come out. Yeah, That guy was not there, as I could tell, did not sound like his voice. If it was him, he did a very good job disguising his voice. Didn't sound like him. And then I look up at the screen, and it you know, I I didn't see Mike Todd there. It was other people there doing things, and I I guess what I'm trying to say is, it feels like the NCAA kind of took over the venue and was like, "We're doing our stuff in here. We're the NCAA. We demand a consistent product." And that's fine if that's what you're actually doing, but if you're not delivering for the athletes, if you're not delivering for the you know the primary people who are involved in this, the ones who make you all the money. That I don't really
4: feel great about all this money that you're making off of it if you're not taking care of them. Well, even with all that said, you would expect then UConn, well, we just had a terrible trip, that's why we went out and lost. Or they went out there and kicked ass, Well, which is what they did. They had, they blew them out last night. I'll tell you what, I, I
2: if I were in their situation and that had all happened to me, the next thing I would want to do is like please get me onto a place where I'm allowed to take my frustrations out by dunking on fools and hitting threes and playing awesome defense like Well, these guys are very superstitious. I would you know you have to be fired up.
4: Every hotel room you check into has to have vomit and poo on the floor and you have to get robbed while you're hanging out like coach, that, we're running out of stuff. <laughs> they didn't even Sorry, right, keep winning games. I'll buy you
2: more stuff. <laughs> they didn't even know that they were getting robbed, but it's like we don't want to mess with the good juju. Whatever was happening, we don't want to mess with it.
4: Ohio State strength coach Mickey Marathi is getting a raise. He will make 862,238 this year, up $42,000 from last season. Well, cost of living, you know. Inflation. Well, yeah. Cost of living $42,000 raise imagine, like just getting a $40,000 raise I
2: mean, most people, there are lots of people who, like, that's not what they make in a year. And I know there are plenty of guys who get bigger raises than that when they take new yeah, jobs. Yeah, and I guess
4: when you make over 800 k do you really notice it that
2: much? Probably not. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is that's how much money the strength coach at Ohio State and makes
4: look, is that he gets a $40,000 raise and probably doesn't change much for him I'm at not, all. I'm not here to say he doesn't deserve that. You know, someone's willing to give it to him. Let him live. He's the sure. second highest paid strength coach in the country. I think the dude from... Oklahoma State, whose name I have forgotten, oh, makes I don't more know. than him, but uh, okay, he's one of the highest paid guys at his position. I assume they keep him around and keep giving him raises because other schools would hire him in a second. Sure. I would think. Of course. Yeah, he's renowned as one
2: of the best in the business. I guess here's the thing I would say. Jack Swarbrick yesterday was talking about how, you know, we're not careful with all these, everybody wanting to pay these players. We might have to get rid of women's sports because where are we going to get the money? It's like, hold on a second, dude. You could cut the salaries of the coaches that you hire. You could. Well, that's not going to happen. Well, but my point is no one's forcing them to do that. No one is forcing Ohio State to hire the best strength coach in the business. They could hire a really good one for less. All these schools bemoan how much they have to spend to keep up with the cost of doing business. But never talk about the fact that, like, well, we could just maybe not be as competitive. Like, if they just said, we'll just be a good football program or a decent football program or we'll have college football and it's tradition and it's all these things, they want to win. That's why they spend this money. Ohio State could look around college football and easily say, look how much this costs. This is ridiculous. These costs are getting out of hand. But you're spending the money that everyone else is spending, too. And I'm just saying that part of the equation never gets talked about. Good for Ohio State for keeping up. We want this football you know, team to be successful. We want the basketball team to be good. We want all that stuff. But at some point, you have to acknowledge that's the trade-off.
4: is if you want to be good, you want to be the best, you got to pay a lot of money to be the best. The NFL is thinking about the fans by not thinking about the fans. I'll explain coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
6: From the Meister's
3: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on the east side of I-70 eastbound at U.S. 33. That earlier accident has been cleared from the eastbound ramp to U.S. 33, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. And an accident on East Marcuson Avenue at Champion Avenue still working to get this one clear. Please be careful here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Term supplies if Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Elmianna Ray with Fan Traffic.
0: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
1: Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools
4: now at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Now T-Bone's going to sell you something. Well, Mike, if you've got water in your house, I think most people have water coursing through
2: the pipes in their house. I
7: hot housing. I
2: presume you drink water sometimes. Maybe you have it run out of the shower or the sink or the bathtub. Whatever it is, that water comes into contact with you a lot. And if it's got a bunch of funk in it, guess where that funk's going to end up? On you, and I hate to say it, in you. So you want to get the oh, funk out of your water you. With well, you're drinking the water, right? If the funk's in it and you're drinking it, where's it end up? In you. So get the funk out of your water with Connecticut, ConnecticutColumbus.com. They will get you all hooked up with a water test. The water test is key, tells you what is wrong with the water in your house. They then craft a plan to fix that problem. Instead of just giving you a solution for everyone, they give you a solution For you, ConnecticutColumbus.com to schedule your water test and to get the funk
4: out of your water. Oh, yes. Uh, The NFL owners will vote on flexing Thursday night games late in the season. They don't want dog matchups on national TV. We had quite a few of those this past season. Look, I get it, man. And I I get the type of money that television brings in. That's probably 90% of the revenue for this game is in their television product. And you want to satisfy nationwide fans. You want to satisfy Amazon, who paid you a bunch of money for these games. But to me, there is a difference between flexing something on Sunday afternoon to Sunday night. If you're a ticket holder, maybe it's a pain in the ass. Maybe you said, well, I bought tickets to a 1 o'clock game. But now it's fifteen. but at least it's on the same day. But if you buy tickets to a Sunday game, and like 10 days before, they say, oh yeah, that game, Thursday night now. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a big problem. That's a problem for the fans who buy the tickets. I would assume not just the fans that are traveling in to see the game, but fans that have to get up early and go to work on Friday or have other plans or can't just drop a one p.m. Sunday game for an eight thirty game on a Thursday night very easily. The NFL is probably saying, "Yep, yeah, that's collateral damage. We have to break some eggs in order to make the best product." And I understand television products probably always going to win out, but at some point. You're going to have to look out for the fans that buy tickets to your product. No, I would think so. That's what I don't understand here. Not that it's great if you're
2: flexing out of a you know, Sunday night game to a Thursday night game. But even if, like, think about it. If you had a 1 o'clock game that they said, actually, we're making that 1 o'clock Sunday game, now it's going to be a 8 p.m. Thursday night game. Well, you and I could buy tickets to go see our favorite teams, which are not. Obviously, in the city, we don't have an NFL team. We could go see one o'clock NFL games and be back at work the next day, no problem. Right? That wouldn't be hard for you, even going to Chicago. You could get back that night and yeah, yeah. have a late morning, but you could get in and do the show. And I presume a lot of people would plan their weekends if you live here in Columbus and you are You're going a to do a, a, a Browns game. You could yeah. do a one o'clock game and it wouldn't even take it's a day. You get up in the morning, you go to the game, you hang out all afternoon or evening, and then you come back that evening and have a easy night back and you're good and ready to go the next day. Thursday night means you're taking off work early at the very least on Thursday. And then you're probably going to have a tough time getting into the office on Friday. You're taking a couple days out of nowhere because the NFL said, ah, we like this game. We want to put it on Thursday night. I know they don't care about that. The 70 or 60 or 50,000 fans that would go to these games is nothing compared to the 12 million people, 13 million, 15 million people. They expect to watch these games. I get it. I get it. That's, I mean, I do, too. I know why the business exists. I know what it is. But most sports, I would say, you know, if you do enough of these things, make your fans jump through enough hoops, that might be a problem for no, The NFL road. doesn't care. The NFL could literally they're, have...
4: They're wearing bulletproof
2: vests. NFL could have a policy tomorrow that says, before you come into our game, you have to stab yourself in the leg with a penknife. And they would be outside in the parking lot saying, pen knife, to stab yourself in the leg, $10. And the people would be like, give me two of those, please. I need two. I Band-Aids need one for- over here selling yeah, Band-Aids <laughs> right. now after, after you stab yourself. <laughs> They'd be like, well, attendance was down. They didn't get a complete sellout. They
4: had a 1,000 seats open because a few people just Man. stabbed themselves too hard. They really gouge you on Band-Aids. Can you believe I paid $6 for one Band-Aid? You gotta see me, got, got to a see You got a whole
2: package for three bucks. They've stabbed themselves in the leg with an NFL-branded knife. I'm sorry, sir
4: walking in no outside bandages are allowed. You have to buy a bandage inside. Yeah, I thank you for stabbing yourself. I know we're not there yet, but you see these ancient cultures
2: where they had like ritualistic sacrifice or people who would like do horrible things to their bodies to please the gods. And I'm like, man, I don't understand that. Who would ever do that? As you then go and pay hundreds of dollars to go to an NFL game and cancel three days of work and travel. You know what I mean? Like we sacrifice things too, to go to these sporting events, but it's not that, but if you explained it to ancient people, like, yeah, the entire GDP of everyone you've ever met is going to be spent today on us getting a hotel room and going to a game. They wouldn't be able to process how, why would you use all that money to watch other people do a thing? Let me
4: take your temperature on something. So Alabama had their pro day yesterday. Yes. So Bryce Young was there. He was doing Bryce Young things. He did not work out at the Combine, but he was there. Yeah. So this was the first time that NFL people... I guess the Carolina Panthers also brought the same 11 people to Alabama's <laughs> Pro Day. We
2: found out David Tepper was in the group yes, for the, both. Yes, the billionaire was owner,
4: he was there. Yeah, he was here for anyway, CJ Stroud's day, too. So people are watching Bryce Young uh, yesterday. At the Combine, he got on the scale and they measured him. And he was 5'10 and some change. Mm-hmm. Shorter than people even anticipated. Okay. The same height as... Uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. He weighed in at 204, which is also that's, slight of that's frame. slight, yeah. But at least it was over 200 pounds. Yesterday at his pro day, he worked out, he did all that stuff, but he refused to get on the scale. Yeah. Which I a lot don't... of people think he put on artificial weight at the combine to just get over 200 pounds but he took that weight off to go for his workout yesterday. Right. And look, you can say, well, what's the difference? So he's not 200 pounds. Let's say he's six pounds lighter than that. And you're right. Maybe it makes no difference. Maybe the fact that he's 5'10 and change makes no difference. He'll be awesome. Maybe the fact that he's 195 pounds instead of 204 makes no difference. But, you know, we've seen a guy like Tua, who's not as short, but is slight of frame. Yeah. This is not a big guy. Sort of thrown around like a rag doll
3: the last sure. couple
4: seasons yeah. and face some serious injury ramifications for that. I'm not saying that Bryce Young is going to have the same problems because you know, he may get hit in the head the same way that Tua gets hit in the head, but he pops right back up, doesn't have problems. That's the way that the human body works. It's not all the same for everybody. But if you're an NFL team and you're seeing Tua's issues and you're seeing Kyler Murray Even if you take away the inconsistencies, spending time on the injured list every single year, missing games, do you look at Bryce Young and say, well, there's no doubting his talent. I know he can throw the football, but we're just not prepared to take that sort of risk with a guy who's this light and this short. I think it's reasonable to have those concerns. I don't think
2: that's a bad thing at all. I will say on the uh, getting weighed thing that... I find it a little comical that we put so much stock in. Is he over 200 or not in in this way? When I was a kid, and even now you can go watch a NASCAR race or an Indy car race. They'll talk about this. Have you seen race car drivers? Not known for being giant, hulking humans. They're They're tiny by design because it's a weight thing. Right. You want smaller guys driving race cars because that's more weight you can move around in the car if the driver doesn't account for a lot of weight. So these guys are skinny to begin with. When they get out of a long race in a middle of the summer type of day where it's you know 100 degrees out, track temps 150, they'll get out of these cars and they'll say this driver lost six pounds in three or four hours of driving a car because he sweated out so much of his water, of his fluids. I'm saying like it is very possible that you could have an issue where Bryce Young went to the combine, drank all the water he could get his hands on for a month, you know what I mean? And was very hydrated and had all this water weight and was very much like saturated body weights, water weight that got him over 200. And then maybe he went back to like working out like normal and not drinking all that water. And now he's at like 198 or 197. The reality is he's not Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts 225. Yeah. Like that. I'm saying if your concern is, well, is he over 200 or under 200? That's stupid. Anybody who I'm saying anyone that sounds like a media thing to be concerned about NFL teams and the guys who are doctors and the people they're consulting medically on these dudes. They're all looking at that and saying it doesn't matter if he's 203 202 204 205. He's light. He's not as big as some of these other quarterbacks that we're looking at. And that's what's going to matter. And if he puts on water weight takes off water weight reality is he's around 200 pounds. You have to be comfortable with that. Whether he's at 196 or 206, it's still
4: light. More quarterback drama coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
6: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
3: Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of West Mound Street at Central Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns as things get clear. Lose will also find an accident still being worked on on East Marcus and Avenue at Champion Avenue. Please be careful. Might want to avoid this in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. For your guaranteed biggest refund and 50% off tax prep, switch to Jackson Hewitt. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing at participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: Barely famous, incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday! Tool of the week is coming
4: up at five thirty-four. Send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, quarterback drama. Russell Wilson missed a game last season because of a bad hammy. Also dealt with a bad shoulder. And now we learn he's had arthroscopic knee surgery in the off season. Oh, that's no big deal. Who, You know what? He'll be fine, I'm sure. Well, no, the narrative now is is that, well, of course he was bad last season. Oh, because, because his because knee was so messed up. Because of all of this. Yeah. Like now he has non-dumb head coach there, and everybody's happy again. New ownership has taken over. He's got new knees and arms, and he's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Maybe he will. I doubt it. I, I do, too.
2: But I also think... If he is, like, let's say he is rejuvenated and awesome, then I do think the let Russ cook stuff that, you know, everyone around him that has liked him has said. And, of course, that's turned into a meme now where everyone is making fun of him. Right. But that that will all go away. They're like, no, don't actually let Russ do anything like let smart people come in and tell him what to do as a coach because that's what needs to be fixed. Not him saying, I can handle it, I'm fine, I can have my own office, and I'm above everybody. Because I don't think that's happening now. I don't
4: think he's going to get that same treatment with Sean Payton. Um, Lamar Jackson, too. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen there. Will he ultimately agree to something with the Ravens? Will another team swoop in, offer him a contract? Famously, he represents himself, but there's... Some drama now about a non-licensed agent contacting teams on his behalf, and the NFL has a problem with this. Yeah, so the
2: I guess this is a thing that the NFL sent out, memo to clubs, and this came out yesterday, that there is someone who's not certified by the NFLPA trying to enter into contract negotiations for Lamar Jackson on behalf of him. Uh, under league rules, of course, teams can speak only with Jackson because he doesn't have a registered agent. If he did, they could speak with that person.
4: You can't just have anybody as your agent. No, you have this person well, has to be cleared by not just the league but the players' association. You
2: can have just anyone as your agent, I guess, but it, they have to go through the channel of the NFL. Right, and right. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how stringent the rules are on checking in on that person, but. I would guess the NFL has this rule. The NFLPA wants this to be a thing because this this is something for the players where you're trying to avoid players getting taken advantage of. The other side of that is it could be a barrier to entry to people who are very good agents who just maybe don't have the requisite qualifications, depending on how stringent this process is. But either way, Lamar Jackson has chosen not to go through that world. He's representing himself, and that's fine. Uh, so this memo was obtained by Adam Schefter. You can read that as the NFL gave it to Adam Schefter, but the memo was distributed to all 32 teams. And it was, it says the following as an uncertified person, uh, Mr. Francis, the guy who is, uh, doing this his business partner, it's Ken Francis who has partnered with Lamar Jackson on fitness equipment over the years. But as an uncertified person, Ken Francis is prohibited from negotiating offer sheets or player contracts or discussing potential trades on behalf of any NFL player or prospective player or assisting in or advising with respect to such negotiations. Francis talked to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler and said he has not contacted teams on Jackson's behalf. He said, I don't speak for Lamar. Jackson also denied that Francis has been contacting teams on his behalf, tweeting, stop lying. That man never tried to negotiate for me. Francis said he's a business partner with Jackson on portable gym equipment, and that is the extent of their business dealings. He says that Jackson handles his own football matters, though he has people in his circle that he might consult with. So I don't know what this, I'm not sure how to read this in in one sense, Mike, because the NFL does have a little line in here that says you're not allowed to be advising with respect to such negotiations. Are they saying that this guy can't talk to Lamar Jackson if Lamar Jackson's like, hey, man, what do you think? Should I take this deal or not? What do you think here? I would think that can't be illegal. Or, or whatever the NFL wants you know, to do. Like, How are you going to enforce that? Those two have a phone conversation. What are you supposed to You're going to go send the SWAT team in and no, take their phones away? Like, what are we talking that, about?
4: that is sort of like when you watch one of these games on TV. The events of this game cannot be disseminated in any form. Right. Technically, I guess they can come throw the cuffs on us right now. Because that's what we do. We come on the radio then and disseminate the game in many forms. (laughs) Yes, but after the
2: fact, right. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah, of course. You're right. You're right.
4: And maybe the NFL has that in there just to CYA because it's in the agreement with the Players Association. They feel like they have to put it in there. Clearly, this guy, what's his name again? Ken Francis. Ken Francis, Joe Francis, Girls Gone Wild. What's the difference? Wow. I forgot about that. Isn't Joe Francis Girls Gone Wild guy? that's his name. Yeah, I forgot about that he must be contacting teams in some way, right? Mm Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, he must be sliding
4: into DMs or doing something. It would seem like, I mean, again, I don't, I don't know
2: why this would, you know, if you want to, I'm, I'm hesitant to just take the NFL's line on this, but what would be the point of putting this out there unless there's been a problem? I mean, maybe they just decided, you know what? I hate Ken Francis, Joe Francis, whatever his name is. We don't like him. Let's, let's just make something up about him. I find it hard to believe that that would be the case, given that Lamar Jackson's not a nobody in the NFL. He's one of their biggest stars. It's good for business
4: if wherever he signs, whatever that's done. Lamar Jackson's a big star. They want him to get a big contract someplace. It's someone that they want to market. Laramie Tunsil just negotiated his own deal, too. Right. He's getting like the highest offensive lineman contract in the league and he negotiated his own deal and we didn't hear a peep about the way he did it. So clearly there's something weird going on here. Whether Lamar is aware of it or not, I
2: don't know. Yeah, that could be the thing too, where maybe when he talks to Ken Francis, he's told, no, man,
4: I haven't talked to anybody. And then he is reaching... Well, maybe Ken Francis is getting in touch with these teams saying, hey, man, Lamar's my guy. He listens to me. So if you get on my good side yeah you know he'll, he'll begin with you could it also be this I mean I don't want to I don't want to just because the way this
2: is all reported it all sounds like Lamar Jackson's people are reaching out without any they're not supposed to do that how dare he? he's trying to usurp the system why do we think it's not also possibly an NFL team reaching out to Ken Francis saying hey man you know Lamar Jackson right could be like You're right. It, there's a possibility that that's also what's going on here is they're putting something to him and saying, and this is, I mean, if you read this NFL press release, it does say any uncertified, per, as an uncertified person, he's prohibited from negotiating this or discussing potential trades. It could also be read as the NFL is saying, hey, teams, you know, that's dirty pool. You're not allowed yeah, to do that. Off. Stop reaching out and doing that. But the way this kind of came out as defensive, where Lamar Jackson says, man, stop making things up. He's not doing that. That does seem a little more of a defensive position. So I don't don't know
4: exactly how to read that, but keep an eye on it, I guess. Drama in Alabama. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the
6: Meister's
3: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns to watch out for. The north side of I-71, northbound before 5th Avenue. An accident blocking the left lane. Traffic is stopping. Go from East Broad Street. Please be careful. Keep an eye out for the police on scene trying to get things cleaned up. About a 10- to 15-minute backup is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. For your guaranteed biggest refund and 50% off tax prep, switch to Jackson Hewitt. 50% off is a limited time offer for new clients filing and participating locations. Max value $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for terms. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
1: Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Happy Friday! So glad you've tuned
4: in. Three hours a day, every single day. Um, remind me to ask you about Taylor Swift in a okay. second. I will uh, try to I remember. Know your to do wife that. is big on the Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, she is very much a Taylor Swift fan, a uh, Swifty. Swiftie. Drama. At Alabama, so Nate Oates is the head coach of the basketball team and an idiot. A little bit of a scandal with uh, his all-American freshman Brandon Miller,
2: and so, also, I mean, another guy on his team has been arrested for accomplice to murder. Yes, that guy is no longer on the team, but he was on the team. Brandon that's Miller, the situation uh, delivered the firearm to he, yes. the murder. Allegedly. And he says, his lawyers say, unknowingly. or well, whatever. That, that it was in the car. He didn't realize it was in the car. He got did, a text did, message. Did someone
4: call and say, give me my gun?
2: Yes. Did he bring the gun? Yes. But okay. he, he they claim he didn't see that message, and then he just showed up, and
4: the gun was taken out of the car, and he had no idea. Which, okay. Believe what you want. Anywho, uh, Brandon Miller has not been disciplined at all because presumably he's good. So... Nate Oates said that he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban, Alabama's football coach, came out last week. Was it last week or early this week when his defensive back, Tony Mitchell, was arrested. He had drugs in the car. He had a gun in the car. And Saban said, everybody's got opportunity to make choices and decisions. There is no such thing as being in the wrong place at the wrong time. When we initially read that quote, I said, oh, Nick Saban looks like he's throwing some shade at his basketball coach, Nate Oates. Uh, Nate Oates and Nick Saban says that's nothing of the sort. Here's what uh, Nate Oates had to say about it. I've got a ton of respect for him. He's been tremendously supportive of our program since he got here. He says it all the time. He wants the entire athletic department to do well. He's been at multiple games this year. So Saban talked about this at Alabama's Pro Day yesterday. He said about the comments, there's nothing to clarify. I don't watch basketball coaches' press conferences. How many years have I been coaching? Never watched one. Never listened to what other people say that was strictly about our program and what we do and had nothing to do with anybody else. I don't make any comments about anybody else, and I hope the basketball team does really, really well. Okay, let's break this down. First of all, uh, Nick Saban is lying when he says he never responds to anybody else. Things right. things he puts out into the media, 90% of the time, are on purpose for other people. Yeah. That's a way he likes to communicate.
2: Usually, those other people are the guys on his team who are, in this case, let's say, not being arrested for driving 140 miles an hour and having weed and a gun in the car, allegedly. To, he's He is saying what he said about no one's in the wrong place at the wrong time as a message to everyone else on the team of, like, don't think that... Whatever you've heard around this program, however you want to take that, I believe that was a message to his players to say, "I don't view wrong place, wrong time." But for sure, he heard those NATO's
4: comments. Look, perhaps this was a coincidence. Maybe he just opened up his mouth. He didn't even realize that NATO said a similar thing, and that's the end of it. Perhaps I'm not saying that's not a possibility. But Nick Saban also throws this out: like, I don't watch basketball press conferences. This is not some like UCLA press conference, okay? This is going on in your own athletic department. Your own athletic department is involved in a murder scandal. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Right. All right. This is going on. So, yeah, I know usually you don't sit down and look and see what the basketball coach is saying. But are you honestly telling me you meet with the AD, you talk to influential boosters, all of this? You are not aware of what your basketball coach is saying in regards to murder? Well that's on, ridiculous to On me. top of all that,
2: and I don't mean to give too many of the grisly details of this situation. Obviously a woman lost her life and was killed. Are you aware of where her life came to an end? It was on a street outside Brian Denny Stadium. Like Alabama's Cathedral of Football, she died, was pronounced dead. The scene of the crime where this where she was pronounced dead was a street that is a, like on where the stadium sits that's where they pulled the car over and they found her and, and the guy in the car with her and she was unfortunately already dead that all the you don't think if a major crime scene happens around Alabama's
4: football stadium no he just Nick steps Saban, over the the red tape <laughs> He steps over. With his crime you scene know. tape? I got. I got football tape to watch. Well, see you later.
2: And if you if you're saying, well, why would he want to know that? I, I don't know necessarily, but I can tell you this: I highly doubt a murder investigation can happen at Alabama's campus anywhere, let alone on the premises of the football stadium. Nick Saban doesn't want to walk in the next morning and read about it in the paper. He would want someone from the program to say, hey, Nick, FYI, you may get asked about this. Media may be sniffing around or want this to know things. Let me tell you about this situation where you're a woman
4: right. was killed in the athletic department. Nobody just sh- Nick Saban. You're right. does not show up to work and is like, oh, murder investigation. Huh? Well, it doesn't affect us, right? No. In fact, I would expect him to go down and chew someone out if he said, why
2: didn't anybody tell me about this? Somebody gets murdered outside my football stadium (laughs) and I got (laughs) to drive to work and see it. No no one has told me. I bet he got a call that night. Hey, what? FYI, there was a shooting on campus. It was right outside the football stadium. It does involve some athletes, but none of your players. Don't you think that at least happened? Because you know how rumors start where, oh, well, uh, some big time athletes were involved in this in some way. I'm sure he got a call. I'm just saying, this whole narrative, like, I don't pay attention to this stuff. Yeah, I bet you don't, unless it involves a shooting on the campus where you are the president of the university, which he is, regardless of who actually holds that title. Indirectly, he is. I'm saying, president of the university, the board of trustees, they got a phone call. You know who else got one? Nick Saban. When there's something like this happens on the campus
4: with some student athletes, for sure, all those people got called. Yeah, you know, I assume, maybe I'm assuming wrong, but at the same time, this has happened here, where... You know, Urban steps in front of a microphone at Big Ten Media Days and says the exact opposite of what he's supposed to say. Right? Right. But at least he was told, Hey Urban, don't say this, don't talk about this. Mm-hmm. He couldn't just he just couldn't help himself. You have to assume something like this happens. And this is a this is a corporation at this point when it comes to the money that's being brought in for sports. The first thing I would ask if I'm Nick Saban is what's the message on this? Oh yeah, what is Coach Oates saying? Because yeah. I don't want to say anything that he's not saying. I, you know, I don't want any of that. So, what's our message on this? What's our talking points on this? I don't want to step on anybody's toes. It's ultimately not my problem, but I don't want to make it my problem. Now, maybe I'm reading too much into it and giving Nick Saban too much credit. Maybe he just really is dumb football guy that has tunnel vision, has no idea what's going there's on no on chance. the rest of his campus. But I tend to agree with you. I think there's no chance.
2: No. And on top of all that. If you're saying, well, you guys are just stupid. That's not how big-time college football works. You don't know what you're talking about. All right, tell me this. If I have sent my kid to go play for Nick Saban at Alabama, and then a story comes out in my local news that says, shooting on the Alabama campus last night, outside the football stadium, multiple student-athletes involved, or at least there are
4: details that we're getting about student-athletes
2: being around the team.
4: Calling the kid, calling your kid, calling your kid's position coach. Mm -hmm. You all have to... All these coaches need to know they're what's They're going up. to
2: call Nick Saban and say, uh, we got people calling us about this. What are we supposed to tell them, coach? What do you want? What's the line from what's the, the line? Because they don't want to go rogue against what Saban wants them to talk exactly about. Exactly right. So I'm telling you, there's no way Nick Saban... I guess this is what it must feel like to be a lawyer, right? Where you just look at the evidence and go, they're lying. That's BS. And I just want to like, I want to go interrogate Nick Saban on the stand on this because I know I'd get him. I'd get him dead to rights, but whatever. Regardless of that, I don't know if you saw this, he was out like taking photos with the basketball team the next day. Like, well, yeah. we love each other. Burn. It's like, <laughs> Right. Okay. okay. That's fine. You're trying to make it all nice. You don't want your football team to go through what the basketball team presumably would be going through if the sports media cared to actually cover it. But instead guarantee you, if Bama makes the final four, you're going to hear about two seconds of Jim Nance talking about this. And the rest is going to be like, look at all the adversity. This group is overcoming. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to talk about the adversity and not mention What caused the adversity, which is guys on the team being around a murder. That part will get very quickly glossed over by CBS. Can
4: I ask you about Taylor Swift now? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I know your wife's a big Swifty. She loves Taylor Swift. She was bummed. She
2: tried to get tickets when the uh, big Ticketmaster snafu stuff Well, that's what I was going
4: to ask you. I know this tour has started. I've seen people posting pictures of them going to different shows on the tour and the amount of money that they've paid to get into these things. And... My question to you slash her is... Because I I honestly don't know the answer. Right. Taylor Swift's been around a long time. Presumably, she's done a lot of tours and a lot of concerts. She has. Why is this the one that breaks the internet? Why is everybody like mortgaging the house to get to these concerts? I don't know why it became
2: in such high demand. Uh, That I can't answer. But I I asked her a similar thing because she went... When Taylor Swift came to, I believe she came to Ohio Stadium, if I'm not mistaken, a few years ago... I know Melissa went to a concert, and this is how good of a husband I am. I forget what football stadium it was in, but I but thought it was, it was Taylor. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I thought it was here. I know she got a t-shirt at the concert. I did not go. I was watching our children. That's what we typically yeah, do well, when
4: man. we have... Diff- you made that sound like, I was at home being responsible, watching the children, <laughs> no. while my wife was I'm out saying- drunk
2: listening to Taylor Swift. I'm saying, if you're judging me that I don't know where my wife went to this concert because I'm a bad husband, All maybe right, I now, am. Nobody's judging I'm just you. pointing out...
4: We judge you for many other things
2: we have our own things she went to that but she went to a concert already and i said i'm fine with you if you want to go to this one but can you tell me what makes a difference she said this concert she plays like 40 songs and it's three hours long is that a selling point well to her it is it's too damn long she had a there's a video you can go see there's lots of these videos where the opening night she plays the part of her set where she's playing like the piano and the guitar and it's like remember when I was a country star here's some of those songs so she it's it's called the eras tour because she goes through every era of music that she's had and plays a bunch of songs from okay. each one of those right. so then when that part of the show ended and it was like now it's time to go to the next era where i'm like dressed up a little bit more uh you know a little hotter a little more of like the time where bone got interested in taylor swift that time she jumps into the stage and it opens up and looks like she's swimming under the stage and then she pops back out the other side different outfit all a whole bunch of dancers and starts singing the next number apparently it's a huge
4: production oh, I'm, I'm quite sure it is but like is she gonna go is she gonna spend money for the Yeah, tickets? she's i've told how her much to money? find how much money she said she could find tickets
2: for under six hundred dollars and that that is not front listen. row
4: tickets
1: <sighs> no dude no my that butt gets you just
2: just dude up let me tell you this these are not the seats she was looking at but she just wanted to see like what is the cheapest ticket you can get because i appreciate this about my wife she's like me okay i'd right. like to spend money if we don't
4: have to so what's the cheapest one
2: there were tickets that i think she found in pittsburgh she was looking there and these tickets were under i think two hundred dollars okay you are behind the stage the stage is set in like an end zone of the field. But oh, you could still see. You can see a screen that they've put on the so back of the stage. You can't see any
4: of the concert? You
2: can see, well, You're just have in a, the building? There's a long runway that goes like, I don't know, 50, 60 yards off the stage. When she's out at the tip of that. Yep. You could maybe see her like oh walking around God. out there. And people there are spending $200 hours to, sit to sit and watch behind a screen. the stage and watch a I, video I don't, screen. I don't understand. Well, but you're in the building, though. You have the experience. I told her, don't get those. Get nicer seats than that, but we're not... I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we need to spend like a vacation on one seat to be front row. I'm glad we had this talk. Me too, buddy.
4: Me too. I'll tell you about an angry football coach, not Nick Saban, coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
6: From the
3: Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Keep an eye out for an accident blocking the left lane of the north side of I-71 northbound before 5th Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Main Street in that area. Police and wrecker now on scene trying to get things cleaned up. But please be careful. Plan on heavy slowdowns for another 20 minutes. This traffic report is sponsored by The Tile Shop. The Tile Shop is your destination for tile, natural stone, LVT, and exclusive designer collaborations. And now you can save up to 75% off clearance tiles. Visit The Tile Shop showroom or your local... local, Wow, I can totally talk. Visit TileShop.com or your local Columbus Tile Shop showroom today to start your project. Don't wait. These deals won't last. Thank God it's Friday. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
1: Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Tool of the week
4: is coming up at five thirty-four. T-Bone's going to sell you a truck. Well, man, there are great deals
2: at Valley Ford of Columbus, but of course, the month of March is winding down. They have these deals. The month of March, some really great stuff out there, including zero percent for five years. On new 2022 Mustangs, GTs, Mach 1s. They've got them in stock. Valley Ford of Columbus. You can see the selection. Valleyfordofcolumbus.com. You can go talk to my guys Jerry and Christian. They were the people that helped us out there. Uh, Derek is the sales manager there. He is awesome. His staff will take good care of you. Maybe you're not looking for a Mustang, though. Maybe you're not into the pony car thing like I am. That's fine. They have brand new F-150s. They have Explorers. They have Escapes. New and pre-owned. All of them there valleyfordofcolumbus.com you're not going to beat the selection and you're not going to beat the experience
4: at Valley Ford of Columbus um, you know what I keep in touch with all the time what's that Mike University of San Diego football All right, not San Diego State University of San Diego I could you could have given me a hundred guesses who is the head coach at the University of San Diego <sighs> and I would not be able to tell you I don't know the answer was Dale Lindsey okay Uh, He is no longer the coach, he is 80 years old, and the school sent out on Tuesday an announcement that Dale Lindsey had retired. Okay. He's been on the job for a decade, he's 80 years old. That makes sense. Of course. That trends. Yes. Uh, The school says, Coach Lindsey is leaving an incredible legacy at the University of San Diego. Beyond the extraordinary level of championship success our program has achieved under his leadership, Coach Lindsey established a standard of excellence for the young men in our program, and the lessons they've learned from him will last a lifetime. The numbers don't. The numbers speak for themselves. Blah 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 blah. Sure, it's all sure. about him. Great man. Thank you, Coach Lindsay. It's been a decade of dominance. You're 80. Enjoy your retirement. Right. San Diego Union Tribune reached out to Dale Lindsay and says, uh, "Do you have any quotes on this?" And Dale Lindsay's quote was, "I did not effing retire." i was shown the door and would like to coach that's my story and i'm sticking to it oh, oh no oh no that is, that is unfortunate uh, according his- to lindsey he says he has a lot left in the tank he says i wasn't planning on retiring i know chronologically how old i am <laughs> that's good <laughs> but i don't function like an 80 year old man if you just sit at home you become a vegetable and vegetables die sooner or later Right. Well, we all do, but I know I've seen that. too many coaches work their ass off for 40 years. They think they're going to go off to some golden parachute retirement. They're dead in six months. Wow. I don't want to be one of those, nor do I intend to be one. You know, I will I will say this, uh, because I'm
2: someone, you are someone, we are both someones, who have thought in the past, why do you still want to do it when you're Nick Saban, Right. You've coached at the mountaintop for so many years. You've proven you have nothing left to show anybody, right? You've you've done this. You've done well. But I've never really had to face the idea of retiring. We have long careers, we believe, left in this business because we're not at the age yet to retire. But I do wonder when you're at the age of like 80. What is this guy you said? 80? He's 80 years old. Okay. 80 even. I mean... He's not wrong that there are people who the second they get out of the job when they're that age, it's the thing that they have to get up every morning and then when they don't have that, they don't know how to process. He's not
4: wrong, but that's also a simplistic way to look at it. The reality is you're 80 years old and have no other interests in your life. And that's not healthy. Of course not. Most people, when they retire, they're looking forward to doing other things, whether that's traveling or, you know, working on the car they have in the garage. They don't just sit in a chair and watch Maury on TV. Most people don't. They're looking forward to do the things they haven't had time to do. But football coaches have had a one-track mind for their entire life. They have no other interests. That's not healthy either.
2: No. No. I guess what I'm saying is I will give a little bit of credence to the idea that when you're at a certain age and you feel like if I if I don't have this to do, I don't know how I'll get up in the morning, I've never felt that way. I'm like you, because I do have other interests. You I have agree. other interests. If you have nothing to do, well, why would you get up in the morning? No, but no. Find something else to do. I'm saying I bet there are guys like he's he sounded scared a little bit there. Did he not? Like, I don't want to become one of these guys who sits around and then has nothing to do. And then I waste away in six months and I'm gone. I'm saying, if you tomorrow told me, I love what I do. This is a fun job. We like coming in here. It's a good time. But if you told me tomorrow, like, Hey, all your financial worries for the rest of your life are taken care of. You can do whatever you want. I would do something like this. I would pop in a few times a week or, you know, once a week or something or once a month, who knows? Maybe never. The point, the point is, I have other interests, and those interests are a little bit on hold when we're at work, right? I have my family. I have travel that I'd like to do, things like that. These guys who have no other interests then get to a point where they say, if I stop doing this, that's the only thing that sustains me. That would be the scary thought for me, and that's what I think about now is I don't want to become that person. I try to be well-rounded, try to teach my kids to be well-rounded, but this is the lesson you can learn from those guys, if nothing else. Don't become like that. Don't have a one-track mind where that's the only thing you do is your job, and that's it.
4: Uh, So then the newspaper, after getting this statement from the coach, goes to the AD at University of San Diego. I mean, that's where this has to go. So he says he didn't retire, so was he fired? And here's what the AD had to say. He is absolutely a fantastic head coach. He has demonstrated great integrity, values that match the University of San Diego, a commitment to education and mentoring his players in a way that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. And we look forward in the future to honoring him and celebrating a remarkable legacy. So the question was, did he get fired? (laughs) he gave you a word (laughs) salad. And the answer was, gobbledygook, we love him, great integrity, Mm -hmm. the end just say it then just say you forced him out just say yeah we were trying to make an 80 year old man look good that it was his decision but at the end of the day we fired him and here's the <laughs> reasons why blah 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 <laughs> he came into work with no pants on last week <laughs> whatever the reason is
2: yeah i i don't envy the people who have to make those decisions where you got i guess this guy was fairly legendary around there well, he's right? been
4: on the job for 10 years Okay. But it's not like he's
2: Joe Paterno. All right. And he
4: was there for 60 years and I'm, built the program. Yeah.
2: I mean, it sounds like they were trying to do right
4: by him, and he, was, he did not want to play the game. He didn't the, want to have He, it. It. he didn't want, want to play fluff. the game. He wants to coach. Damn. All right. Tool of the Week's coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
6: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
3: Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier serious accident has cleared from the roadway of northside I-71 northbound before 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still stop and go from Main Street as it recovers. You'll also find some slowdowns on the west side of I-70 eastbound between Mount Street and Route 315. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings up to 25%, you can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a free quote today. Savings vary. Terms apply. Safe Auto Group Agency Incorporated. Only in Array with fan traffic.
1: Common Man and T-Bone present... Tool
6: of the Week! Sponsored by the Lion's Den.
1: The best tool, according
4: to us, gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Who's reading these, me or you? I can read them, I've got
2: them. Alright, go ahead. Uh, Jordan says... My guys,
7: Annie Hawkhausen.
2: <laughs> my tool of the week is Chops for thinking that Hulk Hogan and Paul Hogan are brothers. Like Hulk Hogan is his real name, Chops. There's a th- that's there's a th- what there's a thing ring name like Vader or the Undertaker or Kane, not real legal names for these guys. I appreciate that. I just that's, that's from about two months late. It's happened. But it's happened a that's while right. ago, but that's fine. It's okay. Uh, Zach says my wolf puppy sexers Bang that all night. My tool of the week is all the national media jerks telling us who are you going to get that's better than Holtman. And then watching so many small schools with less talent play well in the tournament. I take the FAU guy right now. 30-plus wins and an Elite 8 GTH. Well, fair point. I mean, that's not... I'd be okay with that, but I don't think we're doing that anytime soon. Not this offseason. No. Maybe next offseason. Sure. French Onion DIP says My Guys. I want to kiss you. My Tool of the Week is Panama Ted for peacing out big time on the show while there are intermittent speed and playback issues on the Apple Podcast me no likey what a tool
4: is it just on the apple podcast well, or
2: is that on all the podcasts please know this behind the scenes we've been working all week to try to figure out what's going on we're still getting to the bottom of it we're not sure why it's doing it but we have our top people on the scene trying we'll, to make it happen We'll figure
4: it out eventually
2: now we're, eventually we're may mean it.
4: like a month from now
2: but we're gonna try here's what i would tell you uh, try it uh, the the main issue that we are finding is that uh, we're stupid so we'll try to work through being stupid Tim Hall's meat slap says, "My guys,
1: look at my boobies, Jack."
2: What's all the week is my three-year-old son. As I was sleeping on the couch, he decides to do a frog splash from the top of the couch onto my chest. No more Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown for him. hashtag Eddie Guerrero style. All right. Well, he's alive, like Eddie. That's unlike Eddie. Unlike Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Jordan
1: Spee-ski! My bagel sandwich saviors. I've wrestled in North Korea.
2: My tool of the week is people who go to a concert and post 50 videos on their social media. Do you even enjoy it? If you're filming it the whole
4: time, just live in the moment and GTH. You know what's, what's funny is the generation of people that are doing that now, they sat on a boat, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disney World, with their father, probably with a camcorder, Right, recording the ride. Yes, and they thought to themselves, "My father is so stupid. Why is he recording this?" Christian's dad did that. Oh he has videos of the Disney rides. Sure, right. You know, and then like, "Why are you so dumb?" Hold on, I gotta film this entire concert that I'm at right now. (laughs) For what purpose? You're there.
2: Enjoy it. I know. I am someone who does shoot the video occasionally for like ten seconds of a concert, but my thought there is, I want people who are missing this to feel bad about it. That's probably not right. Uh, Ryan Guard says, My Tool of the Week is the worst human on the planet. Scott Foster, NBA referee for those not in the know. The Lakers shot 46 free throws against the Suns, and the Suns shot 20. D'Angelo Russell could be heard cheering before the game about Scott Foster being the ref. <laughs> Chris Paul has lost 43 games in a row that Scott Foster ref. They all know it, and he's right. Uh, Pauly shirt says, My guys. and Going up for balls and exposing yourself. My tools of the week are you guys. Of oh. the votes mentioned on the air, strawberry and salted caramel were tied at seven. I demand a rematch. All right. Well, there are more votes than. Yeah, we just what read we some on the on air. air. That's
4: right. Yeah. Uh, just take it, though.
2: Should have been dead on a Sunday morning, says uh, my guys. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Sorry about my singing. My tool is Rimmer. He had a million stories and doesn't drop a name ever. And then. It was also Bobby Orr's birthday this week, and he said nothing. Oh, my God. And then
4: he lives in La La Land saying, just you wait, with line A at center. Well, in in fairness, Rimmer's been puking for like nine days. Yeah, that's fair. He's been puking out of his mouth and his ace. Uh, Yeah, that's... Maybe he's delusional for that reason. And he's also, you know, 100. So
2: there's that. Corey says, my guys. (laughs) My tool of the week are you two for not posting the ice cream madness bracket here on Twitter. Hashtag GTH. I didn't think about that. We can't even get the podcast to work properly. No, well, here's the thing. I have, you know, you can do Twitter polls. People do that with brackets like this. Maybe next year we'll get on the ball enough to post each of the matchups right, but then on Twitter. We
4: points. wouldn't be us then, well, would that's, we? That's fine. If we were all that's prepared fine. and everything just, and everything was yeah. all polished. I mean, look, I'm getting a burner phone just to talk to you idiots. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's where this show that's is. That's true.
2: Uh, next up, NV Gay says, my guys, I
6: got bronchitis.
2: my tool of the week is the CBJ. Hey, let's make line A a center, but oh wait, now he's out injured again. At least we can just continue to try again and again. Hashtag sex, the wolf puppies. Thank you. NV Gay. Minister Marlon Lee Whitmer says, my guys, too hot. My tool of the week is the car wash attendant who didn't allow me to turn. <laughs> I, I got to try to read this. Who didn't allow me to turn my one-year-old's poop-filled pants inside out and stretch them, strap them down in the bed of the truck? <laughs> I'm just trying to kill two birds with one stone. What's yeah. it matter to them anyway? Let me live. I mean, in- probably would fly out of the bed of the truck. I would not. Though, right? what, well, he's saying strap them down. I'm saying maybe, maybe you're in the car behind you. They are like, what's the? Is that There's poop is. flying all over the place? <laughs> Maybe they don't want that in the uh, car wash. That's just yeah, me.
4: Yeah.
2: Annie Hawkhausen, my guys.
7: The length of of the, of the cocks is long.
2: Uh, she says my my back is the tool of the week. Played soccer last night. Went to take my cleats off after playing, and lower back tightened up on me. Hurts so bad. I had to get a steroid and a muscle relaxer today. Getting old sucks. Hashtag GTH. Enjoy the muscle relaxer clowny says my guys yeah 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 my tool of the week is you guys for hating on my grandson doug gottlieb he's a great man and you should be ashamed of yourself clowny is gottlieb's grandmother it does make sense that he comes from a line of clowns i would i would actually that is totally right i didn't even need 23 let me tell you something
4: the real clowny much too nice oh to be doug gottlieb's sure enough and much too catholic i Uh think too but what do i know
2: uh jizz whaler jizz horn camp says my guys oh yeah my tool is the person who told you sherbet is a mix of all fruit flavors if that's the case how is there orange and strawberry and many other fruit flavors of sherbet and also where was the sorbet hashtag uh fake sherbet news now i have to tell you this is a i will come completely honest i don't know the difference between sherbet well, and sorbet. sherbet
4: have cream in it right which is why we didn't do sorbet because sorbet has no cream is that real? I have no idea. I think idea. that's real. I think sherbet has cream.
2: I didn't even... Any of that could be true. I have no idea. Sorbet has no cream. But I didn't know if Sorbet was just like... You know, like I think I said this earlier. Ketchup and cat soup. I didn't know if Sorbet and Sherbert was just like, Ah, we did it a couple ways because we're stupid. We're America. We say like words that are other countries' words and we take them and make them ours. I didn't you know if that was what was going on. know
4: Hollywood screenwriter is? Who's that? Aaron Sorbet. Aaron Sorkin? <laughs> Is that what that was? Hi, who cares? This what? Is this? Let's go. I like Mi- Mila
2: Sorbeno. Oh. No. <laughs> Watch out now. <laughs> uh, uh, Patches O'Houlihan says My Guys.
7: You take that <laughs> stupid B word.
2: My tools of the week are you two. How can you make a brag yeah. with 64 different ice cream flavors and not include Ben & Jerry's The Tonight Dough? You must not be familiar with deliciousness, I am so I recommend it. giving it a try. But I can't just do all Ben & Jerry flavors. I picked my favorites and went with that. That's right. Uh, Making mad money, A.J. Patel says, my guys. He's had a crazy backside. My Tool of the Week is the tech guy at Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix not updating the flight to Cincinnati via Frontier ASAP after I got an email from Frontier that my flight home would be delayed and confusing a lot of passengers when the gate had a Kansas City flight instead of Covington. I'm sorry, I don't understand all that, but it sounds like that sucked. Billy says, my guys. She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. Tool of the Week is the college and professional sports TV scheduling. Why are these games being started after 10 p.m. Eastern? Not tied to any of these teams, but I enjoy good basketball. Missing a great game in Gonzaga and UCLA because some people need sleep. Fix this. Agreed. Well, at least those two teams are in the Western time zone. Yeah, that so one that made, made sense. a little bit more sense. Uh, professionally Engineered Fart Tracks says my Tool of the Week is me. I tweeted you two about what flavor to order from graders, then I ordered something else, raspberry chip, because I ran into a friend on my way there, and they suggested it. It's fine, but s'mores probably would have scratched me where I itched. I'm sorry. That sucks. Fart tracks. And finally, Diarrhea ric- Ricardotti says, Mi Amigos.
1: Are you trying to keep us out of Del Boca Vista?
2: My tool of the week is whoever let Tito back on the air. I drive to Mickey D's every morning for my bagel sandwich, and this dude is ruining my entire day. Oh, come now.
4: Look, look. look, look. Tito no, is, no, no, no. just take Tito's it. fine. Just take it. Uh, That's the shirt I want to make. Tito is fine. (laughs) I actually think Tito has done a hell of a job in Beamer's absence. He has. In the morning. Yeah. I've enjoyed listening to him. And I enjoy Tito when he's being witty and himself. I do not enjoy Tito when he feels the need to be a professional instigator. But he's not doing that anymore. He's being himself. He is.
2: And when he does that, he is awesome. I've always enjoyed Tito on the air. I think he does a good job. However, we still hate him. We do. And we never will stop um, hating him. No, we'll, we're always we going to hate him. We always hate him. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give this one to Ryan Gard for calling out Scott Foster. I like the NBA
4: tweets, so there you go.
7: Hello. Nice. Is it me
4: you're looking for? The one thing about not having callers anymore is that we can't play the hello game. <laughs> yeah, Don't you miss the hello game? I do miss it. I'm sorry that it uh, can we we pretend? Can, can we pretend for a second? Sure.
2: Hey, you're on the fan. Hello. Hello. Wait. Am I? Hello. Hello. Is this? Am I? Hello. Hello. Hello? Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. Am I on the air? Hello. Hello. It's not not as fun. I know. I'm. I'm doing my best, buddy. I'm trying to help you. you. Not as fun. I mean, next time I'll put on some lingerie if that'll help. Whatever you need, I'm trying to help you get there.
7: Hello. Hello anybody
4: home who won ryan 50 dollar gift card to the walrus thank you he's uh you never seen back to the future i've Boat seen man, it man but Bode that's from back it. to the future he's he's hitting his head he's not doing what it sounds like <laughs> hello hello right. anybody home he's knocking on no, he's, uh, he's knocking on his forehead yeah but get your mind out of the gutter that's right notre dame people always thinking about touchy, uh, touchy. i know
2: well he's an ohio state guy who just loves notre dame Back and he page. Went to Ohio
4: State. Coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic.
6: From the
3: Meisters Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on the west outer belt of T-70 northbound after Cemetery Road blocking the left side. Traffic is beginning to slow over there. You'll also find stop and go delays on the north side of I-71 northbound between Spring Street and 11th Avenue. Plan on heavy backups for another 20 minutes. This traffic report is sponsored by Vision Zero. Speed matters when it comes to preventing fatal car crashes on Columbus streets. Even small decreases in speed can help save a life. Learn how you can do your part by visiting columbus.gov slash Vision Zero now. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic.
4: Buckeyes Show, coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeyes Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys.
5: Bone man. Happy Friday. Look at my boobies, Jack. Oh, look at them, Jack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Look at my boobies, Jack. Uh, Wearing this. Wearing only this. (laughs) What do you got planned for the weekend? I'm going to watch some basketball. We'll do another... Live show tomorrow morning at 9 to you recap. You and uh,
4: evil bald Colin?
5: Me and the evil bald Colin. So if you're out and about and you want a little bit of Sweet 16 coverage, setting up the table for the Elite Eight, we'll be there tomorrow morning. We'll be here tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Then we'll put that right up on the podcast when it's done. Mad about hoops I'm talking about. Great games last night. Three of the four at least. Forget about what I told you about Arkansas <laughs> I mean, we didn't, this time pick, yesterday. we didn't pick them properly. No, we <laughs> but they were still did. good games. They were fantastic. I... I can't remember the last time I've seen an individual performance as great as
2: Marquise Noel for Kansas State. What
5: 19 game, right?
1: assists? I mean,
2: I've... Whoa! I watch a lot of basketball, more NBA. I don't recall seeing a guy with 19 assists in Dude, the NBA I, I can in a say this, no. I can say no. this
4: with great confidence. There was not one basketball game this season where Ohio State as a team had 19 assists. Oh, I believe that. I can say that with great confidence. <laughs> confidence meter high yeah, on that one. I
5: can. There was a lot of games here late in the season where they didn't even get 10 assists no, I know. as a team. They when were they the were worst losing... team
4: in the conference when it came to yeah. sharing the basketball. When they were losing assists.
5: their games, they weren't hitting double figures in assists. No. Like
4: that was and it was the way he was
5: passing the ball too. They were not making those plays if it wasn't for his skill. It wasn't just that, oh, I get a lucky assist here, some guy's wide open and I pass the ball ahead or I skip past it to him. I mean bone, this guy had eyes in the back of his head. He had an he has an innate feel for the game of basketball. I heard you talking about the play earlier where you've seen the clip rebroadcast a hundred times now where he and Jerome Tang are just arguing back and forth. Oh, and just in a tie game in overtime. No big deal. And then
2: chucks it to Keontae Johnson for a reverse alley-oop. I mean, the dunk was also like high level. You didn't just like catch it and throw it down. He caught it and had a reverse (laughs) dunk. Like the whole play is epic. Oh my God. It's one of the best basketball plays I've ever seen.
5: I will, I will play this if you guys didn't uh, talk about this at all. What do you think Tom Izzo did after the loss? Complained. When the whole big, complained about it. when the whole, No, no, he didn't actually. It wasn't about that. If he did, I missed that. I, I doubt he would have oh, complained he did, he about k complain. He complained about how the Big Ten is still the best, oh, even though geez. we're all out.
2: Oh, geez. And we'll come what? up with some reasons why. I'll play that for you if you guys didn't hear it. I know. Can I just <laughs> real quick say, maybe next time, Tom Izzo, you might have a logical argument to make there. I don't know what it would be. Maybe while your season is just smoldering along the side of the road to the final four, maybe that's not wait till the fire has been put out and the final four has happened and they've crowned a champ. Then you can come back to like, Hey, you know what? Actually, I don't think we were that bad. And here's my logical reasons why right after
4: you just lost shut up. It looks like now I'm, I can't go through every single box score. It looks like Ohio State's high water mark with assists in a game. What was 19? nineteen? Nineteen wow. against Alabama A and M. That is ridiculous. I think so. A how is, other how games. are you able to look that? Are you able I'm to look at? Like, I'm, find I'm a scrolling. Skip? I'm scrolling through box scores. You're clicking on each individual box score. No, I take it back. Against Saint Francis, they had twenty. Okay, so you already they found won ninety six fifty nine. But I think that's the high water mark. Twenty could be. I'm scrolling through box scores. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeyes show tonight? A little bit more of this, some Sweet 16 uh, from last night. I'll I'll
5: give you that Izzo if you missed. We'll kind of recap a lot of what happened with spring practice on the gridiron this week and try to get to some sound clips that you guys have not heard so far. I know Larry Johnson was talking about the defensive line yesterday. You are nothing without your trenches. So uh, I'll also get some highlights from my conversation with Nadine Muzerol. Finally talked to her it wasn't just a run to the national championship. The women's hockey team boasts the National Player of the Year this year as well in hockey. So some highlights from that How about, about men's hockey today? And men's hockey. Men's hockey, hockey winning 8-1. 8-1. One
4: one. Against
5: Harvard, which was a two-seed.
2: Yeah, and Ohio State was a three seed.
5: Hey, man, you're one win away now. So yeah, Steve Rollick's
2: team one win away from the Frozen Four. I heard Rollick on your show the other day talking about how he was like so happy for the women's team, and he said now he was like being very complimentary to the women's hockey team and the women's basketball team. He's like now we just gotta get this pro hockey team to do something. (laughs) But he like like how he even (laughs) throws (laughs) (laughs) He Did say that? Well, it's because. I mean, he, he wasn't still, saying it mean. He was saying, like, yeah. be, if that was going, then we'd have about everything. That'd be really nice, you know. It still helps hockey in general. Yes. You know, and I think you're yes.
5: seeing that with youth hockey and with the men's and women's Ohio State programs.
4: It helps. The jackets are here. You know, we're here. They're here. We're playing. Buckeye Show, top of the hour. Then we will have Jackets time, 6.30, right here on the fan. Back page. The
1: Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone.
6: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone.
1: Uh,
2: Well, man, there are uh, a little bit of a Twitter controversy that now has real-life consequences, at least if you're flying and you love peanut butter. TSA has long said that peanut butter needs to fit if you're going to bring it on a plane. It has to fit in the 3.4 fluid ounce limit for liquids in carry-on bags. Well, a podcaster named Patrick Neve got on a plane recently, and he tweeted the following. He said, I tried to take peanut butter through airport security. The TSA said, sorry, no liquids, gels, or aerosols. And I replied, I want you to tell me which of those things you think peanut butter is. The TSA then retweeted this and said, you may not be nuts about it, but TSA considers your peanut butter a liquid. In a carry-on, it still has to be three point four ounces or less. So this is not going away. But uh, uh, look, I understand this is
4: frustrating. but <laughs> I'm, I know peanut butter is readily available <laughs> well, anywhere you're going. Where, so who the that's hell fair. is bringing? A I'm just thing saying of peanut butter. You can just stop at any store <laughs> once the, you get well, to your destination. They, they, the they is, even have it overseas.
2: Like well, it's a thing out there. I, I would also just say very quickly, as someone who really enjoys peanut butter, like. If I'm on a plane and I start smelling peanut butter, to your point,
4: Mike... Well, is that like doing a radio show and smelling peanut yeah, butter? Right. I would be I, very, n- I never have that. I
2: would be very frustrated if then I go, I'm in the air over Denver and I have no access to peanut butter because this jabron just bought 3.4 ounces on. He's going to eat all of it right now. That would be frustrating that I couldn't have some peanut butter.
4: Buckeye Show is next. We will see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Common Man and T-Bone on The Fan. Fan traffic.
6: From the Meister's Bar and
3: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Heavy slowdowns expected on 670 westbound after Cleveland Avenue. A disabled vehicle blocking the right and the center lane. Police are now on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is bumping to bumper as they work to get around this. Please be very careful over here in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's. When you want the best deal on the best meal, choose Wendy's 2 for $6. Pick Picking Dave's single, spicy chicken sandwich, 10 piece crispy nugs, or medium strawberry lemonade. Here, any 2 for just 6 bucks. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's 2 for $6. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. It's a fan action update. Download
1: the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com and start making your bets today. Sweet 16 continues tonight. The top two favorites in the future's odds to win the NCAA tournament, Houston and Alabama, are both 7.5-point favorites tonight. Creighton is a 10-point favorite over the 15-seed Cinderella. Princeton and Texas is a 4-point favorite over Xavier. For your Superbook action update, I'm Scotty Vegas Lindsay Honda Studios
6: Honda makes the cars Lindsay makes the difference visit lindsayhonda.com
1: WBNSfm HD1 Columbus no
0: fan every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a us-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone.